Fishing it in. That's Legault who finds the pass to Marcy Schlick, backing off and getting a nice layup. Avery Pierce bringing up for the Cougars. 21 to nine, favor of the Thunderbirds so far. Last night it was a victory of, last night it was a victory of 81 to 54. And different stories so far here early as the Cougars miss another shot. I believe in last night's game, it was, it was a very strong second quarter that allowed uh, the Cougars to pull away. They really never looked back. They were up 43-24 at the end of the half. So um, different story here tonight. The Cougars so far just shooting 20%. And sorry to interrupt you there, Natalie, but time expired and the ball will be turned over to the Thunderbirds. Yeah, they've, they've uh, had a couple 24 second shot clock violations there so far tonight. So perhaps taking a little bit longer to get into their offensive sets. Seems like they're not quite all in sync so far. They're only shooting 20% of the field. Something that the Cougars usually have closer up to the 40 mark. And now contested are the Thunderbirds. That was Kiana Giles getting a hand in there. Nice poke away. But LaGuerta fires from three again. And it looked like it was going in, but it somehow bounced around the rim and popped out. Kiana Giles looking to make a play happen. Finds a wide open Goncalves who opts not to shoot the three. That was Charlotte caught putting up a layup opportunity off the glass, but that one couldn't fall in either. Just Hansen, long pass up to LaGuerta. LaGuerta, inside pass now to Legault. Madison Legault tries to put up a shot, but caught. Nice block all up in Madison Legault's face. Check it. 21 to nine is the score here still. Thank you for tuning in if you're listening to CITR. It is the UBC women's game of the Thunderbirds against the Regina Cougars. Taking it up now is Avery Pierce of the Cougars. Passes to Goncalves. She's at the top of the key looking to make a play happen. Goncalves trying to drive in on her own, dumps it out wide. That's Zacharias and now passes in to Kiana Giles, who gets the layup off the glass. Jess Hansen, long pass out to LaGuerta. And the inside pass intended for Diana Strugic is poked away. And Giles down the other end of the court is uncontested and puts in the easy layup. CBC gave the ball away there and Nobody able to get back with Giles, so. You know, it's interesting, you know, you think 81 points sounds like an awful lot in, a, in, in this conference, uh, but funnily enough, Regina, that's just a standard night at the office for this team. They're averaging 83.8 points a game, uh, leading the Canada West. Just an absolute offensive powerhouse, so UBC is doing something right tonight with, with the defense and, and limiting those second chance opportunities off the glass. Yeah, Thunderbirds taking a timeout here as so far in this quarter, it has been four unanswered points by the Cougars. But you mentioned that high average point total. I think it has to do with their very well distributed attack, something that the Thunderbirds, especially without star player Keelan Filowich, have been sorely lacking. Yeah, I mean, if you look at you look at the, at the bench play last night, that's, again, that's something, that kind of depth is just something that UBC is lacking this season. Uh, they're a very young squad. 
But uh, the Cougars they had three players in double digits last night and, and a few others with seven, eight, and nine points. So just a well-distributed attack. And not only that, but they, they lead the league in, in assists per game as well. So they typically are moving the ball very well, getting, finding those open looks. Yeah, they struggled with it a bit in the first quarter, as we mentioned, with their turnovers. But it looks like they're starting to clean up their play here a bit. Deb Hubbend of the Thunderbirds, head coach, trying to inspire them and make sure that they keep up that early momentum push that they showed. Now ball in to Marcy Schlick, who seemed to have an open layup opportunity, bouncing off the rim. And down at the other end of the court are the Cougars now as Kia Giles runs in, misses her shot, and knocks over a few of the foam pads on the back end. But the Cougars get the two points. Schlick now heavily contested, looking to get the ball off. Guile Sisters doing a good job keeping up defensive pressure against this Thunderbird offense. Pierce now going in and is fouled on the play by Carolina Goncalves. She'll go to the line to shoot two. Diana Pierce of the UBC Thunderbirds is in just her first year. She is originally as well as, as well as her sister from Lumsden, Saskatchewan. And her first shot balancing there on the rim for a bit but falling in. First point of the second quarter for the Thunderbirds as they were more than three minutes in and she sinks her second one as well. 23-15 Thunderbirds on top of the Cougars. Kia Giles now bringing the ball up for the Cougars. And Maddie Penn is on her, one-on-one. -on -one. Ball back in her hands. It was passed from Zacharias. And Kia Giles taking a three-point opportunity. And a little more aggressive are the Cougars trying to get that offensive rebound. That's, the, that's Christina McCusker, fourth-year student from Regina, breaking up that play. But it ends up back in the hands of Thunderbirds as play was marked dead. We've seen some high pressure so far, Natalie, from the Cougars. Cougars with the full court press right now, making it very difficult for UBC to even get across that half court line. Looks like we had a foul on, uh, on Sarah Hubenig there on, uh, against Jessica Hansen. 14 seconds left on the shot clock for the Thunderbirds. Pass is from Jessica Hansen into Ali Norris. Norris looking for a play, gets it back out to Pierce on the far wing. Looked up for the three, thought about it again. Maddie Penn now from deep three, hits a nice three. Maddie Penn and Gabriela LaGuerta so far firing from deep and having a lot of success. Three three-pointers three for each of them. That's six of nine so far tonight from three-point range for UBC. So completely reversed from yesterday. Habenig with the ball and she drives in, trying to dance around a few Thunderbirds, but Ball bounces off the glass, and the rebound is taken by the Thunderbirds. Jess Hansen smiling down on the court as the ball is stolen from her pass. That's Kia Giles down at the other end. She's fouled by Jess Hansen. We've mentioned, we've mentioned uh, the Giles sisters, their offensive prowess, but uh, in Kia's part, she says her goal is to be the defensive player of the year. And, you know, you see the effort like that, just catching people off guard on those, on those weak passes. I think it's not letting your your guard down. 
We saw Thunderbirds there. Not necessarily a bad thing, but laughing about their play or something that happened between players. Keir Giles taking advantage of that, right? It's just, I mentioned Jess Hansen was smiling, tries to get the, what seemed like uh, easy pass to Madison Penn, and she came out of nowhere sprinting, and she's very athletic. She used her speed to her advantage, getting down to the other end of the court, and uh, was, had to be fouled by Jess Hansen. Yeah, certainly you don't want to get too complacent. This, this is a Regina team that can, can absolutely score, um, get on a hot streak, and, and they, could, they could even this game very, very quickly. So um, certainly want to make sure here at UBC, you're, you're not giving them anything easy right now. UBC maintaining an 11-point lead, 26-15 is the score for the Thunderbirds. So far, top score for the uh, Regina Cougars is number nine, Kiana, Kiana Giles, and the Thunderbirds have two players both at nine between La Guerta and Maddie Penn. All of those coming from three-point shots, something the Thunderbirds have struggled with earlier in the season, but have found a strong amount of success with here tonight. Worth noting as well, Marcy Slick with six points, and, and I would say some, some strong interior defense so far. Managed to alter the shots without picking up too many fouls here. Kaya Giles sinking the first of her two free throws. As the timeout is over, and we have five minutes, 31 seconds left in the first half of play. Thunderbirds doing a good job so far, bouncing back from last night in what was a rather dramatic loss for them. Ali Norris now passes it off. Now all the way out to the corner for Diana Pierce, whose three-point attempt is much too long. And the rebound is taken there by Kiana Giles. Now it's in the hands of, and there's a joust under the court as that was Charlotte caught trying to put the shot up. And Maddie Penn called there on a hold, and the Regina Cougars will look to pass the ball in with 14 seconds left in 14 seconds left on the shot clock. Kenna Giles now with the ball. That's Kleisinger. Kleisinger trying to make something happen. And the layup attempt there by McCusker doesn't quite fall in. LaGuerta, who's had a big game coming down the other end strong. Confidence boost for her so far. She's playing like we haven't seen so far this season. And now back on the court for the Thunderbirds as that shot is taken by Strujic is number seven, Kristen Lindquist. She has a brace on her knee for our listeners at CITR as she's coming back from an injury. Yeah, it'll, it's, an, it's a good boost to see Kristen Lindquist back on the court for UBC. She was, she was definitely an important bench player for them last season, definitely providing that, that spark. Um, she's got very quick hands. Definitely seen her do. Um, <laughs> she's, I've seen her play with, <laughs> she'll get three or four steals in a row. So just <laughs> as that was sneaky like that. <laughs> right. And that was Michaela Kleisinger of the Cougars sinking a nice two from the free throw line. Scores now 26 to 18. Strujic getting the pass into Marcy Schlick. A lot of big bodies in for the Thunderbirds right now. And they use it to their advantage as a nice inside uh, close shot is taken by Schlick, which falls in. Ball in the hands of Kia Giles. Nice spin move, trying to find some room. But it looked like it hit off a foot. Player was not called dead. And the Thunderbirds end up back with the ball as we have a collision on the court. It's Schlick and Kiana Giles both falling over one another. And Norris 
is fouled on the play and will go to line for the three-point attempt. Great job there. She was fouled by number 12, Christina McCusker. Norris getting the shot off and converting. Looking for a three-point play here. Norris banking it in on the free throw. Nonetheless, gets the job done. 31 to 18, Thunderbirds with the current lead. It's Kleisinger dishing the pass off to Kia Giles. Back in the hands of Kleisinger. That was Charlotte Cott pulling up from at the top of the key and sinking that two-point attempt. Lindquist passes out to Strugic. To LaGuerta, who almost got that ball picked off there by Kia Giles, and Kia Giles. Wow, what determination on her part. Defensive player of the year. Sure trying to play like at this game. Definitely within her grasp. She did get called for the foul on that play, though. Maybe a little over, overly ambitious. Have to appreciate the hustle, though, if, if you're the coach. And that's Gabriela LaGuerta missing the first of her two free throw attempts. LaGuerta unable to convert on either of them. It is Michaela Kleisinger bringing the ball up for the Cougars. Kleisinger gets off to Cott. Cott trying to make something happen from the baseline. And a lot of hands were up in there over top of Kiana Giles, who was fouled on the play and will shoot two. 3.06 left in the first half. Thunderbirds currently with the lead, 31-20. The Giles twins uh, listed here as five foot seven, but they sure don't play like it. They're just so strong out there going up against girls with five or six inches. Yeah, they definitely use their speed and their strength is what we've seen so far, both defensively. I think that's where the strength comes in and then, and then the fast breaks is where they really use their speed. Madison Legault now on the court for the Thunderbirds. Inbounded to Jess Hansen, and there's a full court press by the Cougars, but Thunderbirds able to avoid a turnover as LaGuerta pulls up from the block but cannot convert the inside shot. Kleisinger back at the other end. That one dances in and out of the rim. Thunderbirds back in possession of the ball. Long pass by Jess Hansen. Ali Norris at the near side wing. Guarded tightly, but she crosses over Kleisinger, and the crowd erupted in front of us. <laughs> Good move by her there. And that was Charlotte Caught unable to put up the layup for the Thunderbirds. Ali Norris back down the other end. Pace is quick right now. Both teams not slowing down. And right as I said it, now they do opt to slow down are the Thunderbirds. LaGuerta pass into Schlick. Nine left on the shot clock. It's Norris. Finds an open LaGuerta from three. And Kia Giles got just enough in her face that maybe it threw off her shot. And that one didn't sink in. Kleisinger gives the pass off to Kiana Giles. Now passes it in to Prokop. Misses the shot and Kia Giles trying to make something happen as the th she almost caught the Thunderbirds sleeping there. Her and LaGuerta colliding on the play. Jess Hansen, possession of the ball for the Thunderbirds, 31-21. Haven't seen any offensive conversions here in the last minute and a half. Madison Legault as she was driving and it's fouled on the play. 
That'll go against Charlotte Cott. And now they're in the bonus as Lego goes to the line. Interesting to note, UBC still winning the rebound battle right now, up, out rebounding the Cougars 20 to 17. And that's without their second best rebounder in Keelan Filowich. So people are stepping up at the moment, the likes of Marshy Slick and, and even Dana Pierce, who's not the tallest player on the court. She seems to sneak, sneak in for some rebounds unexpectedly. And both of those free throw attempts converted by Madison Legault. Thunderbirds currently with a 33-21 lead. Minute 30 left on the game clock in this first half. That's Kiana Giles using her strength, getting a nice left-hand layup against the Thunderbirds, who had three, three players there to guard her. Jess Hansen now, the top of the key, looking to make a play happen. She gets a bit of a pick there from the go, but it wasn't effective as her shot was well wide. It's Kleisinger at the other end, passes off to Goncalves and she was fouled before she took the shot. Minute four left here in the first half. Thunderbirds maintaining a 10-point lead. Now coming off the court is Lauren Prokop, and coming in for the Cougars is number 12, Christina McCusker. Nice quick pass inside to Kiana Giles. Fouled on the play, and she'll shoot two. That one was against number, that was against number six, Ali Norris. The Cougars now, are now also in the bonus. Yep. Final minute here. Both teams committing some errors so far. First quarter, it was more of turnovers, but it's been some foul trouble here in the second. First shot of Kiana Giles goes in. And the second one does as well. Minute two left here as the full court press stays on for the Cougars, who find success by knocking the ball away, but not enough as Diana Pierce keeps control. Lego, they're using their physical ability to their advantage so far, maybe just being a little bit better conditioned than the Thunderbirds. Ball gets in though, no foul called on the play. It looked like there was a little hand contact, but Marcy Schlick doing a good job to get the two points for the Thunderbirds. Schlick kind of momentarily lost the ball there and was able to corral it and get it back in for that layup. 10 seconds left on the shot clock as Kiana Giles pulls up for a two just beyond the far side elbow. Giles really starting to heat up here. She's got 13 points now, by far the most for the Cougars. And there is no difference between game clock and shot clock. We're down to 10 seconds left as Jess Hansen has the ball for the Thunderbirds who will likely get the last shot of this half. 35-27 so far. Bit surprising, and there's four seconds left. Hansen not trading the ball off to anyone else. Schlick is blocked, and Norris just gets the shot off, and it bounces twice up, but eventually out of the rim. And it's it's been great so far, seeing what the Thunderbirds have been able to do against this really powerful Regina Cougars team. Cougars seem to be uh, slowly clawing their way back into this one. Certainly, they're starting to apply a lot more defensive pressure as well. You're seeing a few more block shots, hands in the face, and UBC's not getting as many of those of those open looks as they were early on there. Having said that, though, UBC uh, leading the assists here, eight to two. So that's that's a big drop off for the Cougars from where they were last night. 
Bench points as well in the favor of UBC. LaGuerta doing a nice job there in the first quarter, throwing up nine, or three three-pointers for a total of nine points. LaGuerta still holding at nine here for the night. The top scorer right now for the Thunderbirds is Marcy Schlick, however, who has 10. You mentioned her earlier doing a good job defensively, but she's done a nice job at both ends of the court. Um, and then on the other end, Kiana Giles really heating up, being a team leader for the for the Regina Cougars. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the second half. We're going to take a break here as the Thunderbirds lead 35-27. We'll catch you guys back in roughly 10 minutes. Cold 
misunderstood. The same we stand for nothing, and there's no way we ever could. Now we see everything that's going wrong with the world and those who lead it. We just feel like we don't have the means to rise above and beat it. So we keep on waiting, yeah, waiting on the world to change. We keep on waiting, yeah, waiting on the world to change. It's hard to beat the system when we're standing at a distance. So we keep on waiting, yeah, waiting on the world to change. Now if we had the power to bring our neighbors home from war, they would have never missed a Christmas. No more ribbons on the door. And when you trust your television, what you get is what you got. Because when they own the information, oh, they can bend it all they want. That's why we're waiting, yeah, waiting on the world to change. We keep on waiting, yeah, waiting on the world to change. Not that we don't care, we just know that the fight ain't there. So we keep on Hello and welcome back to War Memorial Gym here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Tonight we are bringing you guys the UBC Thunderbirds taking on the Regina Cougars. The current score is in favor of the Thunderbirds as they're up 35-27 here as we are currently in halftime. Thank you for tuning in both at Canada West and CITR. If we're going to take a quick look around the league for other basketball scores here tonight, Natalie. Yeah, so far we have uh, a victory for Lethbridge over uh, Fraser Valley, 82 to 74. Uh, Thompson Rivers currently leading uh, UNBC, 45 to 33. They're about to start the second half. We have a tie tie game uh, at the half, 41-41 for Brandon and Trinity Western. 
Uh, as we already as we mentioned, we have UBC leading 35 to 27 here at War Memorial Gym. Uh, Manitoba is leading 32-16 to 16 at the start of the second half in uh, UBC Okanagan. 31-21 to 21 at halftime for Victoria, who are in Alberta. And we have a close game, 65-57 with 20 sec 27 seconds left in the fourth quarter um, between Calgary and Saskatchewan. And that's, uh, that's it for, for... Wrap around the league. Yeah. Um, looking back at tonight's game here, Thunderbirds doing a good job bouncing back. They had that loss. It was a 20-point loss last night, a big loss for them. And tonight they've done a really good job, especially shooting from three. Matty uh, Penn as well as Gabriela LaGuerta both, uh, both hitting three of them. And they're six from 12 as a team overall, whereas the Regina Cougars have really struggled. They're 0 from 8 beyond their arc. Another category that is strikingly different between the two teams is the assists. UBC with nine so far on the night and Regina with three. And Regina's known for being able to pass the ball around well. They're gonna have to clean it up in the second half if they want if they want to take this lead. Yeah, certainly. I mean, the, the Cougars really struggled in that first quarter where they only scored nine points, but uh, we saw them take a little bit of a momentum um, away from the Thunderbirds in the second quarter, outscoring them 18 to 16. So interesting to see uh, if they can continue that momentum and, and pull a little closer here as we start the third quarter. Um, UBC's doing a pretty good job so far with a well-rounded attack, more so than last night. We've got Marshy Slick leading the way with 10 points, and, and as Jacob, you mentioned, uh, Gabrielle LaGuerta and Madison Penn both with nine. Maddie Penn actually hasn't even missed a shot yet, so it'll be interesting to see if she can take a few more and maybe maybe she can get go off again for we've seen her with scoring in the high 20s and 30s before so good overall performance so far for the thunderbirds offensively it's going to be a fact uh, a question whether or not they can quiet the regina offense which is very strong between the two guile sisters and of course other players like uh charlotte cott and sarah hubenig so they're gonna have to keep them quiet as we have started the second half here uh, nine minutes 40 seconds as UBC missed their first shot attempt and kicks it long out to Jess Hansen Jess Hansen at the top of the key gets the ball into Legault Madison Legault back to Norris Norris now working in the paint three left on the shot clock she's looking for an open shot Schlick uses her height but ball is tipped as it was an air ball I believe the Cougars got a bit of a hand on it, but the ball will be turned over and Kiana Giles will inbound for the Regina squad. Kiana dumping it off to her sister, Kia. Kia now working. Long pass from the block out to Kiana, who hits a clean three. That was uncontested. You can't leave the star player open like that, Natalie. She was wide open there. Maddie Penn did a, has done a pretty good job defending her so far this game, um, but I would say <laughs> you're gonna have to have to defend that three-point line even if they haven't made any so far the, in the first half. So. Hansen put a nice move on Kiana Giles there. Dumped the ball off to Norris, but she missed the three-point attempt. Now it's Charlotte Cott bringing it up court and dumping it to Kia Giles for the Cougars. Giles back to Cott. Cott shooting the two-point. That one bounces out of the rim. And foul called against the Cougars there. 35-30 current score. That foul goes against Kiana Giles. She was just reaching over the back there of Allie Norris. 
Schlick inbounds it to Norris here as they take it up court. Schlick's had a big night inside uh, in the paint so far, looking to keep that up for the Thunderbirds as Keelan Filowich, a usual target in the paint, is out of the game. Jess Hansen now, she's at the free, free throw line, dumps out wide for Norris who shoots a long two. That one bounces off the rim. It's taken back down court by the Cougars. Kia Giles here. Using her athleticism, gets inside, right past Norris. Bit of a different strategy here for Regina. Note that the Giles twins did not start the game together, and in the second half here, both of them on the floor to start the third quarter. I think it's a matter of using their speed against the Thunderbirds, something that Thunderbirds don't have as much strength with as Maddie Penn got a bit of a... <laughs> got bumped up a bit there as uh, that was Madison Legault trying to give her a screen look, but fell over on the play. And just brushing off her, uh, looks like just right above her eye there. Maybe took some contact. She made the last shot as Regina came back down the other end of the court and missed theirs. Long pass up is intercepted by Charlotte Cott of the Cougars. Cott racing back down the other side of the court. Dump inside for Kia Giles and there's a wide open Sarah Hubenig who misses her three off the outside of the rim. Long pass again and the great athleticism and determination of Kia Giles kicks that ball out of bounds and the Thunderbirds are gonna look to inbound here. UBC really trying to push the pace here, but you're gonna have to be careful. Those long passes, the last couple have been a little bit errant and the Cougar defense doing a good job anticipating them. And checking out of the game is Kia Giles and coming in now is number two, Michaela Kleisinger. Jess Hansen with the ball for the Thunderbirds. She finds Maddie Penn. Maddie Penn from the block is blocked. And the ball is turned over. Nice passing there by the Cougars as Charlotte Cott had some hands on her face but was able to make the shot fall in. 37-34, Cougars are slowly closing in on the Thunderbirds here, Natalie. Yeah, that's that's a 7-2 to two run here to start off the, the second half. UBC's going to have to be a little more careful than that. Switch play there as Hansen has it. Five seconds left on the shot clock. Maddie Penn finds a bit of room. Maddie Penn hits the back of the rim and bounces back out. We have Kiana Giles racing down court and allowing Kleisinger to see an open look. Ops to pass it out to Charlotte Cott. Sinks a shot of her own. They're down by one. We, we spoke about it in the first half. We warned we uh, warned you guys, Cougars, they can score in spades. And wow, they've, they've very quickly eliminated that lead. It's just one point now for UBC. So um, UBC going to have to make some, some defensive adjustments here, I think. Quick timeout here taken. And Deb Hubbin talking to her team about what they have to do to make sure that they are able to maintain this lead. They have not done a strong job coming out of the second. That defensive, uh, the defensive job by Maddie Penn that you were talking about on the uh, Kiana Giles hasn't really been there. Giles we've seen with open looks a few times and if Giles is open, it doesn't only offer her an opportunity to take the shots, but because she's so athletic, as well as a good leader and anticipator of the play, she can distribute the ball to other players. We saw Charlotte Cott also just sink a two who was wide open. 
Yeah, I mean, just because the, the Cougars didn't didn't drain a three in the first half and they were struggling from other areas of the floor as well, it doesn't mean you want to start giving them an open look. I mean, this is a team that's proven themselves over and over again this season. So certainly going to have to regroup the defensively here for UBC. This one's going to slip away from them quickly. The timeout is over as Schlick is able to get the ball off to Hansen. They've been using that full, port, full court press. It's just Hansen now with the ball. Gives it to Marcy Schlick from the top of the key. She has a bit of room, but passes it to Dana Pierce. Jess Hansen now with the ball, who tries to shoot a three and is stripped clean on the play, but somehow the Thunderbirds remain in possession. And as there was a bit of a fight for it, the call will go against the Thunderbirds and the Cougars will inbound. Taking the ball up for the Cougars is number seven, Sarah Hubenig. Now that is, that was Goncalves who's blocked on the play by the Thunderbirds. Jess Hansen down at the other end, trying to score from the baseline on a little layup. Again, getting tangled up there under the net. It's gonna be a jump ball. Possession goes back to the Cougars. And Dave Taylor, the head coach of the Cougars, yelling at his players on the court, unhappy with what he's seeing right now. It's been a bit messy so far in the last few minutes between both sides. Now the ball here is dumped off to Hubenig. Hubenig from the elbow. She's guarded by Legault. Gets a screen there from Giles. Now the pass is out to Cotton, who puts a nice move on Marcy Schlick and gets a layup to roll in. Now long pass up for, I expect Dana Pierce, but it was an errant pass. Thunderbirds somehow get the ball back. Maddie Penn now trying to get a look as she had an open shot while Michaela Kleisinger fell to the ground. Maddie Penn called for, for the, oh, for the block there. Um, didn't look too happy with the call. I think it might have been that she was upset from the last play where she was being very tightly guarded by some of the Cougar defenders and her shot fell well short. Yeah, uh, we mentioned that she was she was perfect three for three from the field in the first half and she's come out taking a few more shots so far, but uh, we're not seeing the same hot streak she had going in the in the first half, so. The Thunderbirds field goal percentage has drastically dropped. They're down to only 32 and a half on the night now. They came out really hot, Natalie. Yeah, the Cougars have really stolen the momentum here and we're gonna see Kiana, Kiana Giles go back to the line now. She shoots 80, nearly 80% on the season. So definitely an area she's comfortable in. As she hits the first of two. The Cougars now taking a two point lead. First lead of the game for the Cougars. 39, 37 to 39 in favor of Regina. And now they break the 40 mark as Giles has 19 points now on the night. Really starts with defense, I think, because they, they've only allowed two points from the Thunderbirds. So UBC just can't get anything going and Cougars are able to turn that into an advantage the other way. Ball is out to LaGuerta, far side. She's been good from three so far tonight. Tries to get past 
but the ball is stolen away here by Goncalves as she's one-on-one -on -one with Jess Hansen who lets her walk in. Uncontested, she puts up the layup. Back at the other end, LaGuerta now. Dishing off to Hansen. And you wonder if the Thunderbirds are really missing Keelan Filowich in this moment. LaGuerta sees another open three look. That one can't fall in. Offensive rebound. That's Madison Legault. Ball in the hands of Dana Pierce. Back out to Hansen. Seven on the shot clock. Legault dumps it in. That's Strujic who goes up for the layup and is fouled by number seven, Sarah Hubbenig on the play. She'll go to the line to shoot two. Thunderbirds had a big lead early on in this one. Score was 19 to nine in the first quarter. Clawing their way back was, Regi was Regina with 18 in the second compared to UBC 16. And here now we have a lead for the Cougars as they're up 42 to 37 as Strujic is shooting and hits the first of her two shots at the line for the Thunderbirds. Some quick mental math there. I believe that's 15 to, to two so far in this, this third quarter for Regina. And we've seen the field goal percentage go way up. Uh, through the first quarter, Regina was only shooting uh, just over 20%. They're now nearly all the way up to 40. Things can change quickly. Kia Giles, who's had a good night. The, the shot somehow falls in, but it's called, it's waved off as there was a foul called ahead of time. Great athletic effort, somehow getting that layup to barely kiss the glass and then fall in. I'm sure she's wishing there was, that was a continuation there. <laughs> Didn't quite get the shot up in time, I guess. Now it's Avery Pierce for the Cougars. Kia Giles, nice spin move there. Fools Hansen by the Thunderbirds, getting a bit lucky. Giles not wanting to give up. Puts, the Giles sisters have done a nice job with defense all night. She's and, absolutely smothering Jess Hansen right now. Legault putting, moving into the blocks, but somehow avoiding a hand and getting it to bank in. 40 to 42, the Thunderbirds are trailing. 3.03 left in the third quarter. That time, I want to say it was Christine McCusker. I don't know if you got a look at that, Natalie, missing the layup attempt for the Cougars. In the other direction there, another errant pass from UBC as uh, Madison Legault just couldn't quite get her hands on it. Ball went out of bounds. UBC shooting just one of eight from three-point since the end of the first quarter where we saw uh, both LaGuerta and Penn start off shooting the ball really well. Double switch play there, and that gave a nice opportunity for Carolina Goncalves breaking through all the Thunderbird defense, and there was a collision under the net as LaGuerta fell down on the ground. And we will have some substitutions as the Thunderbirds look to inbound the ball. Checking in is number three, Marcy Schlick, as Legault was unaware of the switch being made. Legault was getting ready to inbound the ball there. Quick change for UBC. Full court press still very much in effect for the Cougars, who are really using their athleticism to their advantage here. And, and they've, they've been outpowering UBC in these last two quarters. Another tip there on the inbound pass from, from Kia Giles. Thunderbird is able to avoid a turnover. Of course, the big flaw of full court press is getting back on time, but because they're so quick, they have no issues with it. Marcy Schlick gets the pass out to Pierce. Dana Pierce now passing it into Strujic. 
finds LaGuerta inside, and she meets two Cougar defenders there, but is fouled on the play. It was both number eight, Carolina Goncalves, and number 12, Christina McCusker. McCusker came flying in there for the block. UBC retains possession, though. And Maddie Penn back in now for Gabriela Guerta as well. Yeah, uh, Madison Penn's going to need to do a good job here, both offensively and defensively against the Guile sisters. That inbound barely stays in possession as time expired on the shot clock, and Jess Hansen threw up a bit of a Hail Mary hook. Hansen's really struggled tonight. Uh, just hasn't, hasn't gotten anything going offensively. Zero points, but I think it's, it's partially because she's just being smothered right now by, by Kia Giles. Yeah. Nothing's coming easy. Yeah, 0 for 6 so far is Jess Hansen. Michaela Kleisinger gets the ball off to Giles. The Giles sisters trade off, and that time it's Kia Giles hitting a three from the far corner. Five-point lead here for the Regina Cougars. It's 45, it's 40 to 45. Madison Penn in the game, hoping to make an impact for the Birds. Marcy Schlick now at the top of the key. Switch there for Hansen. Seven seconds left. The Thunderbirds are going to have to make something happen quick. Hansen hasn't had luck all tonight. Sinks her first shot. She's now on the board. That was a two-point shot. Now with the ball is Kleisinger. Dumps it off. McCusker, and now it's out to... Kiana Giles, who shot a three but missed it. Strugic there, heavy pressure from McCusker. Fi fighting her way out of it with her size, but there's a lot of pressure up court. Uh, you wonder if the Thunderbirds are going to get it out of, and they can't. It's a 10-second violation back court. Thunderbirds coming into all kinds of woes with this full-court press. They don't, know how to, they don't know how to work around it right now. Cougars are applying a lot of pressure right now, but also I think the referees maybe letting letting a little bit of contact happen there. Looks like Shurja took a few few blows um, before she was able to get get that pass off. Goncalves is trying to work way in the lane and past the th past the Thunderbirds defenders, but unable to convert on the layup. And yeah, like you said, Regina has been a physical team all game, so we're seeing more of that. But Strujic. And uh, I believe it was a guy, one of the Giles sisters there kind of jousting it at it as Norris now has five to shoot for the Birds. There's 36 seconds left. And Pierce throws up another hook, and they're running out of time. The full court press is limiting the time that they have in the offense in setting up plays. So when, it, when it's Ali Norris or whether it's Madison Penn, they're at the top of the key. There's not enough time. Lucky for the Thunderbirds that time, Pierce is going to the line. But... She, she was really out of time, and that was a bit of a Hail Mary. I think so. I mean, Carolina Gonkov's absolutely furious at that call, just arms up in air. I think um, Dana Pierce perhaps got a little bit lucky there, bailed out by the whistle. Thunderbirds hanging with the Cougars. It's 43 to 45 with 33 and a half seconds here left in the third. Thunderbirds are going to need to be resilient here. Obviously, last night was a blowout victory, so it's nice to see them still in the ball game here with another 20 seconds left in the third quarter. Kia Giles forcing her way through the Thunderbird defense is fouled as she banked a shot off the glass, and it couldn't fall, so she'll shoot two here. Missing the first of two well wide. Sister trying to encourage her. 
21 and a half seconds left in this third quarter. That one, much better. It's converted in three-point lead here for the Cougars. Ali Norris able to avoid the full-court press. Pierce now, long pass out to Maddie Penn. Norris now, if the Thunderbirds can deal with this full-court press, they have a good shot to win this game, but it's just a matter of getting around and being able to set plays. There's four seconds left. Maddie Penn here working her way inside, getting a look, but it bounces off the rim. Thunderbirds are going to find themselves down three points going into the fourth, and each, each quarter it's gone down a little more. Thunderbirds jumping out early, 19-9. Second quarter putting up only 16 compared to Regina's 18, and here now Regina having a three-point lead over the Thunderbirds. Regina outscoring UBC, I believe that's 19 to, to eight in that third quarter there. Although the Cougars are up right now on the on the likes of Kiana Giles, who's had a big game with nine point, 19 points, and Kia Giles, who has nine, as well as. Charlotte caught. The Thunderbirds, you gotta, you gotta appreciate that they are trying to distribute the passing and not putting all the pressure on Maddie Penn. They're giving themselves a chance in this game, something that they didn't last night. Oh, certainly. I mean, you know, last night UBC was was out of this at this by this point in the ball game, and uh, they're really they're hanging in there at the moment. Let's let's see if they can come out and. and respond to that defensive pressure that the Cougars are applying right now. Just need to get need to get the ball up the court a little bit quicker. Get around, as you said, get around that full court press. I have, I have seen that they've they've had Ali Norris bringing up the ball a little bit more. She's very quick, got some good handles, able to get around her defender. And talking about some of the the big players so far this game, Maddie Penn has 11 points for the Thunderbirds. She's only shot eight times from the field, but she is shooting at 500 right now. Charlotte Cott's done a nice job for Regina. She's five for 10. But the big player so far for Regina is Kiana Giles, who's six for nine from the field. And she's been to the, she has, she's six for seven from the free throw line. So putting up 19 points. And the Giles sisters, especially Kia Giles, has done a very nice job defensively. And their full court press has really limited opportunities in the third quarter for the Thunderbirds. They're forcing UBC to scramble a little bit. They, you know, they've, they've forced them into to heaving up some long passes and um, just not being able to get set and, and in their plays and in their rhythm until very late in the shot clock. Something that wasn't working in the game for the Cougars was the three-point uh, three shot. Found a bit more success in the third, but where they're dominating the Thunderbirds is points in the paint, 20 to 10 right now. They're using what they can to their advantage, and they're using their athleticism. We're going to see what the Thunderbirds can do to combat that athleticism here, and we'll see what Maddie Penn can do to lead her squad without the likes of Keelan Filowich. A big loss for the Thunderbirds, but trying to working through it well so far. As the fourth quarter is ready to get underway, but as the ball is inbounded, play is whistled dead by the official. I'm not sure if that was maybe a technical difficulty there. The clock didn't start, or the possession arrow is in the wrong way. Deb Hubbend, coach of the Thunderbirds, looking for a bit of explanation as well. Seems like she wants subs. She wants to either talk to Norris and Hanson, or she wants a substitution. We'll we'll see what happens here. We're waiting for the for, for the fourth quarter to start. But I like to say again, thank you for tuning in, both Canada West and CITR. You're listening to. 
this night's airing of the UBC Thunderbirds taking on the Regina Cougars in basketball. This is currently the women's match. It's 46 to 43 here in beautiful British Columbia. Thunderbirds suffered a big loss last night, but have done a nice job fighting against the Cougars here tonight. Later on, we'll have the men's game. Right now, I'm uh, broadcasting alongside Natalie Scadden. Later on, I'll be with Doug Richards. This is the last game for 2017 for both teams, and it'll be their last game until January 6th. So this game holds a lot of value in that it's their last game for a month, Natalie. Yeah, I mean, you certainly want to end, end on a high note. And for UBC, they're currently uh, riding a four-game losing streak. So I think you definitely want to try and end on a, on a, on a win and, and head into your, your Christmas break with the time to hopefully for, the, for a young squad, maybe do some team bonding. I know they're going to Cuba, doing some volunteering. There you um, go. And just a little, maybe a little bit of uh, recovery as well with Keelan Filowich on the bench right now. Well, presumably to an injury of some sort. We don't know uh, exactly what that is. And that was a turnover there as Regina had a fast break opportunity, but the pass was errant from number 11, Bryn Bellick. You've seen two turnovers so far here early in the fourth. We're just beginning, we're at nine minutes and 18 seconds left here. And Regina maintaining their three-point lead. Jess Hansen passes it to Marcy Schlick. Now to Norris at the far wing. Inside pass to Legault, who had an open inside look, but opted not to take it. Seven left on the shot clock. This time Hansen pulling up from three. Great job, little move there by herself and simply was able to put up a nice three with some pressure on her. Yeah, it'd be good to see Jessica Hansen get going here. That would be a big boost to UBC's offense if she can if she can get on a hot streak. That was Sarah Hubenig trying to go around the world, around all the Thunderbirds defenders. She's unable to, but... And the ball will be turned over for the Thunderbirds as it, there was a charging foul called on Sarah Hubenig. In the game for the Thunderbirds right now is Jess Hansen, Marcy Schlick, Ali Norris, Madison Legault as Hansen tried to put a ball up in the air. Nice offensive rebound there by Marcy Schlick, as well as Maddie Penn is on the court. For the Cougars, they have number two, Michaela Kleisinger, as well as number nine, uh, Kiana Giles, who shoots the three right now, hits the rim, but it goes in. Kenna Giles really holding her team and being a good leader. 22 points now on the night. The Cougars also have number 11, uh, Britton Bellick. And number seven, Sarah Hubenig on the court. Maddie Penn getting double teamed here. And there was a hold called against the Cougars. I believe that's going to go against Bellick. 14 seconds left on the shot clock for the Thunderbirds. Jess, Jess Hansen looking to inbound the ball. 48-49, Thunderbirds find themselves, find themselves down just one point as the pass is almost tipped away. Maddie Penn holding on. She's had a lot of pressure on her as she pushes off. There's no call on the play. Maddie Penn sinks the two-pointer. And Regina, the Regina crowd on the other side. I think wanted to call on that one. I'm not, to be quite frank, I'm not, I'm not surprised. And Referees. nice, nice look there. That was Charlotte caught. Yeah. Referees letting, letting 
quite a bit of contact go here. I mean, it's a close game, so fair enough. As long as it's consistent uh, both ways. Yep, trading, trading off two points were Maddie Penn and then Charlotte caught at the other end. Now ball is in for Madison Legault. Ali Norris has it beyond the arc. Passes in to Marcy Schlick, who's had a good game so far. She finds herself in a lot of traffic and is fouled on the play. And we have Christina McCusker frustrated with the ref, throwing her hands up in frustration. And coach, head coach Dave Taylor of the Cougars brings her over to talk to her and tell her what she needs to do in order to bounce back from that last play. I suspect he's worried that she's complained about a couple calls there and you don't want to get teed up uh, in a close game here. Marcy Schlick missed the first of her two free throws. The second one also bounces off the rim, unable to convert either. Havenig bringing the ball up here for the Cougars, dumps it off to Kia Giles. Giles now to McCusker, back to Havenig. Havenig moving her way in, and nice bounce pass there to Charlotte Cott, who's also having a big night, 15 points for her. Maddie Penn back at the other end. Thunderbirds down three here with six and a half left in this game. Maddie Penn at the near side wing for the Thunderbirds. Gets the screen from Legault. Ball goes back to Legault and there's a travel called on her. She also had two Cougars there to attempt to block her. Um, not, not a good opportunity, I think, to shoot the ball. Not a good choice there by Madison Legault. No, she was, she was being double teamed immediately as soon as she caught that ball, so not really nowhere to go. Both Guile sisters in as Kiana has it right now. Kiana and Jess Hansen have been facing off all night and Giles, Kiana Giles has really got the best of Hansen so far. Now going to the line is McCusker. I don't think it's a stat that's available to us uh, to uh, the Canada West here, but I would love to see the plus minus for, for Kia Giles. Her, she's just so good defensively. Every time she comes in, you can see UBC struggling to get, get their offense going. And McCusker hit both of her free throws, putting the Cougars up by five points. Timeout taken by... Timeout taken by the Thunderbirds. And so far, Thunderbirds keeping themselves in this game, but neither team really coming out with a strong momentum push so far. We've seen an error down at the Thunderbirds end. Madison Legault uh, getting called for a travel on the play. Madison Penn making, trying to make things happen for her squad. And coach Dave Taylor maybe setting up some plays here as he was unimpressed with the way his team was going about some of their strategies on the court. Yeah, I mean, th this, we've only got a few minutes left here, and we have to, important to note that the Cougars are averaging close to 84 points a game. We're only at 55 right now, so I suspect that he, he probably thought that at this point they would have put the game away, and UBC's hanging in there, so it could be a, an interesting finish here, and Cougars are also now very quickly already in somewhat in foul trouble. They had three quick fouls within the first couple minutes there, so interesting to see as in a tight game here, physicality and could come down to free throws. And the shooting percentage for the Cougars is at 37.7 right now. 
not too uncharacteristic, slightly under average, but I think it's just the opportunities that they've been given. Both sides, especially the Cougars, have been putting up good job defensively. Uh, the Cougars' full-court press has really messed with the minds of the Thunderbirds so far, but give credit to the Thunderbirds for really stepping up and keeping this Cougars team within check on their offense. That was Giles called on that penalty as LaGuerta thought about popping another three. LaGuerta's on the far side of the court. She passes it to Schlick, who finds Maddie Penn. Maddie Penn's in the corner right now. She offs her a deep two. Bounces off the rim, and it's stolen out of the hands of the Cougars. Great job by Strugis. Straight, straight took it out of the hands of Cott. <laughs> Great awareness there. She, I, I don't think Cott had any idea that she was right behind her. And back at the other end, this is Kiana Giles, who's been the big player and star here tonight for the Cougars. Hubenig, and now the pass is back to Cott, who responds with the two of her own. She's responded twice to situations like that, where big play happens for the Thunderbirds, but Cott's there to rebut and, and make sure her team maintains the lead. I would say almost to try to silence the, the UBC Thunderbird crowd, but there's, there's quite a few Cougar fans here traveling on the road all the way from Saskatchewan. Maddie Penn, nice dump pass in for Schlick, who converted. Scores 54-57 as Kia Giles let a long three go. And I believe it was called out of bounds. It looked like it was offensive rebound. Maybe Kia Giles just stepped her foot on the line. It's hard to tell from our, from our vantage point here. We're right across the other side of the court. But yeah, she must have, she must have just had a toe over the line when she caught that ball. Halfway through the fourth quarter, Thunderbirds staying alive, down three. Maddie Penn with the ball now. Long pass to Hansen, near side corner. Hansen, from the free throw line, pulls up. She's usually good from there, unable to convert on that one. Now down at the other end, it's Kaisinger. Now, that was caught, working her way around the Thunderbirds defense in the lane. Maddie Penn down at the other end. Just Hansen, I think here if you're the Thunderbirds, Hansen, although a great playmaker, has really been silenced here tonight. I think you gotta go with players that have been showing they can make something happen as Hansen turns the ball over there and Hovenig takes it down the other end, caught inside pass for Kaya Giles, who misses, but offensive re rebound taken back by Hovenig. 14 left on the shot clock, four minutes left on the game clock. Another missed layup there, and Maddie Penn, we saw Hubenig dramatically fling her head backwards. I believe she was hit on the play by Maddie Penn. Maddie Penn unimpressed with the call, however. Penn giving her a bit of a stare as she walks away. That's Maddie Penn's fourth foul there too. So again, foul trouble could really be a factor in these final four minutes. And Madison Penn as a leader on this team really needs to pull it together. Four fouls, she can't, she can't, she has to be careful about how she goes about her defense. And especially just emotions on the court. They're down by five and it's not a good time for her to allow her emotions to negatively affect her game. They need a leader out there and she's, She's that leader with them, especially without Filovich on the court. Penn has 13 points so far on the night. Um, Marshley sick with uh, 14 as well. Gabriela Guerta also on the board with nine points, but I believe all of those were in the first quarter. So. And we were talking about Jess Hansen struggling. She's just two for 10 from the field. She has hit a three in the game, but only five points so far. And without that inside presence of Keelan Filovich, it's been difficult to 
they've had to opt for different tactics from three. Uh, it worked early on, but I think the Cougars were able to combat it in the second quarter and then, of course, in the third, where they really dominated. Um, and since then, I think the Thunderbirds have uh, realized where they needed to change their game plan. They've tried to work it in, but now Regina, I think, just going head-on-head head with the inside game, they have the advantage of with uh, players such as Kiana Giles and her sister Kaya Giles. They're too athletic. Play will resume here. We'll resume here as Hubbenig hits the first of two free throws. There's a six-point lead now, 54-60 in favor of the Regina Cougars. The second shot is a swish as well. Seven-point lead as full-court press is still in effect for the Cougars. LaGuerta gets the ball, however, and will get it up past half. Ball in the hands of Penn. Pierce. And now it's Legault. Back to Maddie Penn at the wing, trying to make a play happen. 10 left on the shot clock. Gets a screen look, a weak one though, and she spins from the free throw line. Recovery there by Marcy Schlick, and Penn from the baseline tries to dump it off. Poorly timed pass, and now there's a fast break two on one. Lucky for the Thunderbirds, the layup attempt was off by Sarah Hubbenig. Dana Pierce at the other end, gets the ball back to Maddie Penn. There's three minutes and 20 seconds left. Dana Pierce, Marcy Schlick on the inside. Schlick missing that layup. That's a look where she's tall enough that it, those should be falling in. And back at, the under, back at the other end of the court, Kiana Giles putting in an easy layup. And the lead is starting to stretch here for the Cougars. Nine points differential with just three minutes to go. UBC really struggled to get back to on defense there after that miss. Marcy Schlick at the top of the key. Trades it off to Pierce. Now it's in the hands of Maddie Penn. Maddie Penn faints to her right. She's one-on-one -on -one with Hubbenig. Penn trying to do it all herself. It's not going to work. We've talked about this many times. She needs to get that ball out. And it's turned over now to the Cougars. And on that play is McCusker getting a nice layup as she got some contact, but there was no foul called. It's an 11-point game, Natalie, and we're two and a half minutes away from the end. Yeah, the Cougars are really starting to pull away. Notice the last couple trips down the floor, they've gotten really easy layups, and, and for UBC, they're going up and, and taking shots with while they're being double-teamed. So I think it's just a little bit of uh, momentum now lost from, from the Thunderbirds. For those of you just tuning in, this is the game. This is the edition of UBC basketball. Uh, it's the Thunderbirds taking on the Regina Cougars. Thunderbirds currently find themselves down 54 to 65 with just two and a half minutes left to go. Maddie Penn on the last few trips has tried to make things happen on her own. And it, it, it's not successful, I think, because Maddie Penn on her own can simply get double teamed and have too much pressure up in her face. And without the likes of Keelan Filowich, they have no inside presence right now. And it's taken away from their game because Everyone that was hot from three originally is now cooled off. Yeah, I mean, Maddie Penn is, a, is an excellent player, and, and she's certainly capable of, of scoring in, in high numbers. But when you're getting double teamed, you got to find a way out of, out of that and find the outlet pass to whoever's open. And in the last couple trips down the floor, she hasn't been able to do that. After this game, make sure you stay tuned. The men's match will start at 7, and I'll be accompanied by Doug Richards, who just walked up here. Um, for that match. Jessica Hansen looking to inbound the ball. There's a lot of 
full court pressure. Barely gets the ball off in time. It's Madison Legault. Now just Hansen looking to make a play happen. There's just 2.22 left. Now it's Dana Pierce. Dana per Pierce is guarded tight there. That's number 14, Angelica Bongaman. Now a lob pass there by Norris. I don't know what she saw, but there was a lot of Cougars there to take it away and a turnover now as the Cougars are starting to make this game out of reach for the Thunderbirds. Just a minute 58 left. Kaya Giles passes it out. Three-point shot here from Michaela Kleisinger. And that was an absolute dagger. Yeah, that had a lot of arc on it, and it sank through. 68 now for the Regina Cougars. Big 14-point lead here with just a minute 40 left. Jess Hansen needing to make something happen now if the Thunderbirds want to give them themselves an opportunity in this game. Ali Norris on the far side. Driving in through the lane as time expires. Gets her own rebound, but is swatted heavy there by Kiana Giles, who pushes her away and runs back down the other side of the court, all the way into the lane, trying to make something happen on her own. And she's fouled on the play there by Marcy Schlick. We'll go to the line to shoot two. It's 14 points, and that felt quick. Yeah, that, that was a, an absolute uh, dominant stretch right there from, from the Cougars, and that's more of what we saw from them in, in previous games. I mean, credit to them. They, they, uh, they, were, they were, I think, maybe caught off guard in the first quarter there when the Thunderbirds came out hot, and, but they definitely never gave up on this one, and they've ever since that first quarter really taken over them. The momentum. As we close in at the end of this game, it's interesting to note that the Thunderbirds had a 19 to 9 lead after the end of the first quarter. Each quarter, it seems that the Cougars got themselves a bit more back into this game. The second, they put up 18 to the Thunderbirds, 16. Third, dominating the Thunderbirds, they put up 19 uh, compared to just eight. And now, 22 points in this fourth quarter. Really silencing the the bench and the crowd here. Uh, minus, of course, the big support from the hometown Regina fans. But I think, although at first Thunderbirds seemed to be doing just fine without the likes of Keelan Filowich, they've relied too much on Matty Penn, and it hasn't panned out here in these last two quarters for him. This last half has been messy. Timeout ends as... Kiana Giles shoots from the free throw line. Missing the first of two. She's 24 on the night. Her second shot is clear. Putting up 25 points on the night for her. It's a 69-54 lead for Regina here. So. And Kiana Giles has a double-double on the night with 10 rebounds as well. Jess Hansen now putting a nice move on Kia Giles. And that one falling through. Good job there by Jess Hansen using her quick agility to move past the bigger bodies of the Guile sisters. 56 to 69, 13 point differential with under a minute to go here. Regina closing in on their ninth win of the season in the conference play that is. I believe their only loss actually came from came in UNBC. Huh. Which is somewhat surprising. But uh, yeah, the Cougars currently ranked third in, in uh, the nation. And they are hosting the women's basketball U Sports final eight in March. You have to like their chances of 
so far, if they continue this play that they've had so far, you have to like their chances of coming away with that one on home court. Kia Giles going for a second shot, converts, splits the free throws. They have 70 points now on the night, creeping up to that average of 83, won't quite get it. It's unlikely at this point as there's under a minute to play, but the Thunderbirds also unlikely to get a win now. 56 to 70, 14 point differential as Dana Pierce mistimes a pass and it's taken down the other end. That's Bongaman passes the ball off to Zacharias. Zacharias, there's a lot of pressure on the Cougars here. Long pass out and there's a wide open opportunity for Pierce, but she jumps it off, and now it's back in the hands of Bongaman. 29 left to play here. Spin move, almost a travel, but got the shot off from the close corner. Bongaman with the first two points of the night. About a half second game clock, shot clock differential here. And Jess Hansen pulling up from the free throw line. That one bounces out by offensive rebound. Thunderbirds will get their last opportunity as Ali Norris dumps it in for Legault. Back out for Hansen. Two seconds left in the game. And Regina getting the rebound and the win here tonight. Final score 72 to 56. It looks like Thunderbirds had a good opportunity to really take the win here after last night's loss, but slowly Regina clawed their way back in. UBC had a nice first quarter with some great three-point shooting from Gabby LaGuerta, as well as Maddie Penn. But the likes of uh, Kiana, Kiana Giles, as well as uh, Charlotte Cott, were able to overpower the Thunderbirds. Giles put up 25 points on the night, and Charlotte Cott put up 19. Giles got a double-double as she put up 10 rebounds as well. And again, an impressive defensive effort from the likes of uh, Kia Giles and Kara, uh, sorry. Christina McCusker, um, but on the UBC side, a season high from Archie Slick with 14 points. She led the way there. Uh, Maddie Penn with 13 points, um, and I believe nine points for Gabriela Guerta off the bench. Yeah, Maddie Penn. I think, although she started good, it was a bit of a tricky position for her as she wanted to be able to leave the team, but she didn't have the opportunities to dump passes off. She tried to do a bit too much herself there at the end. Marcy Schlick did get a double-double on the night for the Birds with 11 rebounds as well. But now that is the end of 2017 for the Thunderbirds. They will look to come back in January. Uh, they're down to 4-8 on the season, so they're going to need to turn some stuff around and hope Filowich is able to recover so they can get her back out in the court. As you mentioned, Regina now 9-1 in conference play. They're looking strong to be real contenders um, in the Canada West Finals. Thank you all so much for tuning in. It has been Jacob Aaron and Natalie Scadden here tonight with this women's edition. Thank you for tuning in as well as if you're listening to CITR. We'll be back in roughly 20 minutes to tune into the edition of the men's game as the men's Thunderbirds won against Regina last night. I will be doing that alongside Doug Richards and catch you guys soon.
Self binoculars looking for a home. Yeah, can't you see you're looking for my damn that you are? You know it, got no doubt about it. Don't you know it's bad? Yeah. 
girl, I need you now, need you now, need you now. Oh, I gotta get this paper, paper, I'ma have to chase it down. Feel so nice. You're my water when I'm stuck in the desert. You're the talent all I take when my head hurts. You're the sunshine of my life. I just wanna see how beautiful you
Good evening and welcome to UBC's War Memorial Gymnasium, the uh, second half of a twin bill this evening. Uh, the UBC Thunderbird ladies team unfortunately coming up short uh, tonight, uh, losing to their Regina counterparts. Uh, last night the UBC men uh, won uh, against uh, Saskatchewan, no, it's Regina, sorry, uh, my apologies. And um, that score, 96 to uh, 75 in favor of the Thunderbirds. With me is assistant coach for the UBC Thunderbirds, uh, Daman Boudra. And uh, Daman, I think we can expect uh, a, a little bit more of a tougher contest tonight. You know, we're definitely expecting it and we're prepared for it. Uh, I mean, they're a very talented team. They have uh, three fifth-year players, so... So I'm sure they're not going to lay down and just uh, and just uh, and just die. I mean, you know, they're going to come firing and they're going to shoot a lot of threes. So, we're, uh, but we're ready for them, and we're ready for whatever they bring in, and hopefully our guys will respond to it. So, well, they had to make the trip out from uh, Lethbridge, uh, and you know, the the time change gets you. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, uh, adjustment that has to be made, and I think that was. Uh, uh, I think evident last night because I think the Thunderbirds uh, more wore them down than uh, than dominated them uh, last night. You know, they, again, like I think they, they get into a little bit f uh, foul troubles that they could uh, in the first half, and some of their guys didn't really play a little bit. So by the time the second half came in or came uh, came by, uh, they weren't really they lost the rhythm. Uh, that's what that's my assessment, I guess. And, but like I said, you know, they're they're uh, they're uh, they're fifth-year guys. That they can play and they can shoot the ball. So. Uh, uh, we're not going to take them very lightly, you know, of course, and uh, like I say, you know, but our guys are ready as well. So uh, we had a good shooter this, uh, this afternoon, and the guys are ready, you know. So. Yeah, a huge night last night for uh, Connor Morgan, uh, basically carrying the team through the first half until the, uh, the remainder of the team sort of picked it up and started contributing in the second half. You know, Connor is Connor. You know, you know he's going to get his points. I mean, like, he's a very talented guy. I mean, we, uh, we count on him quite a bit. Uh, but also, I think our younger guys, I thought they, con they contributed very, very well. And also, we played some good defense for a change. So, uh, I think the guys really followed the plan. And uh, they were, like, at the end, we were very successful. So, if we stick to our plan and we play some defense, we should be as good as anybody. So. Important to come away with a victory tonight, uh, but uh, you got to start looking ahead to the uh, to the future. And uh, I know you have uh, a trip planned over the Christmas uh, break. We're heading uh, we're we're heading down to uh, Vegas for a couple uh, for a couple games. Uh, we're playing a couple uh, junior colleges down in, in Vegas in the Invitational, and then uh, but again it's good for us because we don't want to stay really. Uh, stagnant like you know without any games until uh, since we have the first the first week of january we have a bye and then we're on the road to lethbridge so we thought it was a good idea to get the guys a little bit more into uh, more competitive uh, you know uh, you know just mine and hopefully get them ready for the first second half of the season so well it's going to be a big break because the, those games in vegas are played uh, uh before christmas then you have the the time between christmas and new year's That's as true. you said you've got the uh, uh the bye in the first week so it's going to be a long time when before you are playing any any real competitive basketball how are you going to keep the the guys sharp you know we're, we're practicing the whole month of december i mean we're 
we're non-stop until, I mean, of course, you know, our guys have exams too as well, so we, we're very much, very much aware of that, so we're trying to work with the, around the schedules. But as soon as it's done, I mean, we're here, we're at the gym every day for two hours, working hard on our, uh, the guys working on defense and working all the stuff that we give them, all the drills and all the, uh, uh, the basketball things that we want them to do. And hopefully uh, by January comes, we should be ready for anybody soon. Okay, thanks very much, Demand. Best Pleasure. of luck this evening. Thank you very much. Keep doing the good work. Happy New Year and uh, Merry Christmas as Likewise, well. Same to okay, you, my friend. Thank, thank you. you. Daman Boudra, assistant coach for the UBC Thunderbirds men's basketball team, and joining me right now, uh, Jacob Ayer. Uh, we're going to get ready to call this uh, game between the UBC Thunderbirds and the Regina Cougars. Last night, uh, as Daman and I were talking, uh, it was more of a uh, erosion uh, that uh, uh, led UBC to the victory. They they just kept uh, working on uh, Regina and uh, were able to come away with a uh, substantial victory. But uh, at the beginning, it uh, didn't look like uh, Regina was going to make it all that easy for them. Yeah, and I think a lot of it had to do with Connor Morgan's tenacity on the court. 36 points on the night, as well as 10 rebounds, getting a double-double, not to mention four steals and three blocks. Morgan's presence, and I think you, you said it was a slow deterioration. I think the eventual athleticism, of course, not to knock the Cougars at all, as they are a very athletic team as well, but the Thunderbirds are just on a next level, as well as depth. I think that's something that really boosts them as a team. Well, I think that's what I meant by the erosion factor. I mean, uh, the Thunderbirds just kept putting uh, quality players on the court, and uh, it was very difficult for uh, a, a very short-staffed uh, Regina Cougar team because Regina only brings 10 players to the uh, to the War Memorial Gym here, and really, I would say only seven of those play uh, any significant minutes. Now, uh, I must admit that uh, they are an extremely well-balanced squad. So you've got six players who um, who average in double figures scoring, and they also spread out the rebounding as well in the defense. They are a very cohesive unit. It's a different look, something that the, the women's team of Regina also showed earlier tonight, how well they're able to spread out, whether it's the coaching staff or just the school that maybe gives a, a different tactic going in. Thunderbirds, of course, have some star players, but I would say although the Thunderbirds look to play through those star players, they've done a good job this season getting the ball into different hands based upon who's, who's being hot which games. And I think that's going to be very critical this evening because uh, now the uh, Cougars are going to be a little bit more acclimatized. I mean, they came in from Lethbridge uh, on uh, on Friday, uh, probably arrived here Friday morning. Uh, there's a little bit of that uh, time change. Now they're going to be a little bit more acclimatized. They've had a chance to see what UBC throws against them. So they're going to be able to game plan for that. And I expect a, a very, very hotly contested game tonight. After being disappointed from losing their seven-game win streak last night, you've got to think Regina's going to put out a big effort. Sean Lathan, um, one of their key players, I think, tonight, who, who could really have a big impact for them. Um, and then on the Thunderbird side, I think it's just consistency and, and maybe distributing the attack through different likes than Morgan. They're likely to put double team on him pretty consistently throughout the night. So finding other ways, whether it be familiar from outside or inside different looks, maybe through Shepard. Well, one thing that the Thunderbirds were able to do last night, which helped them tremendously, uh, was get uh, Regina into foul trouble uh, so that the uh, Regina coach Steve Burrows 
had to manage his uh, players' time on the court. Thunderbirds also had a little bit of foul trouble because uh, Phil Jalalpur got into uh, early foul trouble, picked up two quick ones, had to go to the bench. Uh, but they had to bring him back in in the second quarter because uh, Regina was, uh, you know, playing them very, uh, very tough. And it will be interesting, I guess, to see how they can clean up their game, the Cougars here tonight. And, and it, I think it'll, like you said, be very hotly contested, hard to guess where it's going to go. We're going to take a quick break here as we listen to the anthem as we're just a few minutes away here from tip-off. Beautiful rendition of the anthem there as we're ready to get set we're ready to get this game started here the starters for the two teams the Thunderbirds have Isaiah Familia, Phil Jalalpur, Luka Zaharievich, Connor Morgan and did you catch that last player there Doug? Uh, it looks like it's Borsier huh? Yeah it's uh, Borsier has been starting for the uh, for the Thunderbirds uh, the last I think half dozen games and uh, really a, a steady performer in the backcourt does not put a lot of points up on the board. As a matter of fact, uh, I, I think he puts uh, virtually next to nothing, but he adds a, uh, uh, he sort of solidifies the, the lineup while he's on the floor, and he gets a lot of court time. Right, I think it's, it's that idea of gelling together as a group, and Borsier definitely does that. On the side of the Cougars, they have Leighton, Igual, Tull, Hillis, and Ofori on the court. The Hillis brothers did a good job, both of them, last night, in addition to Lathan, who put up a season-high 19 points. Well, Lathan last night was uh, extremely uh, good, very athletic. And then in the second half, uh, other people started getting involved, uh, like the guy who just passed the ball, Alex Agual. Now the ball in the hands of Lathan. Spin move there inside the paint. But Luca getting a nice hand up there, blocking the shot. Excellent defense by the Thunderbirds, just uh, right up in the face of Latham. Connor Morgan driving in the lane. 
does a nice job getting around Brian Ofori. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to all our listeners, both at Canada West and CITR. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to UBC men's basketball taking on the Regina Cougars. Ball in the hands of Ofori, kicks out wide for Lathan. Lathan shooting the three, and that one's good over the hands of Zaharievich. Pretty good three-point shooting team, uh, the Regina Cougars, so that's going to have to be watched by uh, the Thunderbirds. Jalalpur gets the ball into Zaharievich. One-on-one there with Lathan, gets the ball out to Borsier, we were talking about earlier, misses that three, but there's a foul there called on Lathan. Yeah, Lathan uh, trying to uh, clear out a position for that rebound, uh, just gave a nudge to uh, Luca, and the referee uh, gave that a, a foul. Inside pass from Morgan, who faked the first attempt and nicely got an open look for inside two. Yeah, a couple of plays last night, uh, double clutch shots by, uh, by Connor Morgan, just superb. Brian Ofori getting past Bit of a tangled defense. Looked like Borsier almost got a hand around him and got away with no call. Score is four to five in favor of the Cougars early here. We are eight minutes and 24 seconds left in the first. Borsier at the top of the key, kicking it back out for Morgan. Morgan faints. One on one, gets some space away from Ofori. Can't get the shot to fall in. Zaharievich saving it, but we have Lathan shoving Jalalpur into the seats. Slow to get up, but it seems like he's okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's going to be a foul there, although was, there was a tremendous amount of contact. This is going to be an aggressive game for sure. You know Regina really wants this win. They can't, after having a seven-game win streak, losing two in a row will be devastating. Jalalpur pulling up for a deep two with a lot of arc. Bounces around the rim a few times, but it bounces out and it's rebounded there by the Cougars. Back at the other end of the court, Lathan again. Now it's out to Igual. Ball into a Ofori. And travel on Travel Ofori. call, yeah, indeed. Yeah, UBC Thunderbird defense, uh, I don't know if you could say they caused that, uh, but there was really no place for Ofori to pass that ball, so he hesitated and then shuffled. Jalalpur getting a bit of space. And nice spin move there by Zaharievich getting past Lathan. That'll be a big matchup tonight between Zaharievich and Nathan. Oh, yeah. Or Lathan, rather. Lathan, uh, just a pylon there, didn't even move as, uh, as Luca got past him. Both of them extremely competitive and great athletes. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they shift from offense to defense, trying to combat one another on both fronts. Well, uh, a very fast game last night to start off and then in spurts throughout the rest of the game uh, as well. Uh, both teams very athletic, uh, very tenacious. Lathan from the far corner, that three-point shot falls short. Morgan had a hand up there. Jalapur now taking up for the Thunderbirds. 6-5, Thunderbirds are up. Borsier setting the play from the far side wing. Morgan's in the corner and he's called out on a travel as well. Ball will be turned over to the Cougars. Again, a little hesitation this time from uh, the Thunderbirds side, not knowing exactly what they wanted to do, and the shuffle causing the travel. This is Brandon Toll with the ball. The top of the key for the Cougars. Ball is out at the baseline now. Ofori barely staying in bounds. To Igual on the far side, had a high arcing three. We've seen a few of those early. That one, again, missing off the rim. No second chance opportunities. Thunderbirds pretty good. Jalalpur uncontested. 
something he'll usually sink. That three misses as well, though. Toll bringing it up court. This is Hillis. Ofori getting a look here. Exchanged missing of threes. That's three in a row. Both teams a little, I don't know, uh, a little bit off the mark shooting right now. Almost overly ambitious, I want to say, rather than playing their inside game, which worked well there for Zaharievich. The nice little right-hand hook. And that was interesting. Last night, Regina won the uh, points in the paint battle uh, quite decisively over the Thunderbirds. Oh, nice pass in there by Lathan to Toll, but he gets tripped up on the play by, I want to say, Borsier. Or it was on Jalalpur, actually. There was a few Thunderbirds in, in the paint there. Yeah, we're going to have to watch that because uh, Phil uh, cannot get in foul trouble like he did last night. Uh, they really need him on the court. Thunderbirds doing a good job applying pressure on these inbounds so far, but Regina able to work around it. Hillis with the ball. Switches. Now it's in the hands of Toll. Toll. Gets it to Hillis, who's moving while he shoots the three as the shot clock was expiring, and the ball is called out on Lathan and turnover to the Thunderbirds. Great switching defense by the Thunderbirds. Anytime they got one of their defenders picked, someone else stepped up to help. I like this high pressure as well from the Thunderbirds as a foul is called against the Cougars there before the shot was taken. But the, the high pressure has made them have really low quality opportunities to take shots. Yeah, I think the Thunderbirds are playing uh, fairly tenaciously on defense, and uh, I think they need to keep that up. Borse here from the near side wing. Gets it out to Isaiah at the other side. Now, Familia's pass, bounce pass into Zaharievich, is converted into a layup off the glass. I think they're learning from last night. They lost the points in the paint battle, so they're pounding it inside. Igual with a beautiful move there to get around a few Thunderbird defensemen, but his finish in the paint wasn't quite good enough. Morgan trying to show off his skills is also banked off, his uh, layup rather, is also banked off the glass and turned over. Lathan equally putting up difficult shots, both these teams in these last three possessions. Low-quality low chances, unlikely to go in, but Lathan able to draw the penalty and will go to the line for two. Looked like Mason Borsier, who picked up the foul, knocked knees with Lathan, and uh, Borsier is going to be coming out, uh, I think, limping a little bit. Uh, and that's where the foul occurred, and that's why uh, the difficult shot put up by Lathan. Both these teams being very aggressive early on, they got to be careful as both their stamina will likely wear down over the game, no matter how athletic they are. And of course, the physical health, as we see Borsier actually talking to his coach here on the side. Um, he has been subbed out for Anthony McNish. Yeah, I don't think there's any problem. Uh, just a little bit of a knock on the knee. Zaharievich, low right hook, bounces off the back of the rim. And the rebound is taken now by Ofori. Inside to Lathan who will go to the line for the three-point play. Slashing drive by Lathan there, feeling the contact, putting the ball up off glass. It's worth noting after a few of these inside in the paint plays that we've seen, both teams not doing well shooting from beyond the arc. Regina's just one from four, and UBC so far 0, from 0 for three. Anthony McNish with the rebound. Unable to convert the three-point play. Phil Jalalpur using his athleticism and agility to dance his way past a few Regina defenders. Don't forget the hyperdrive. There you go. And that was Hillis 
Nice, nice shot. We've seen a few looks from him on the move. Yeah, both teams going back and forth here. Uh, very uh, high energy. Here, yeah, a very high-paced game so far. McNish now, and we'll see, because we mentioned they're both so athletic, if, if they're able to keep it up. We've seen this in the past where UBC wears them down. Last night, obviously able to wear Regina down, but we'll see how Regina combats um, their mistakes from last night. Well, UBC can keep it up because of their deep bench. Right, whereas Regina might be missing that, having only the 10-man squad. That one's a layup there from Regina. It's all tied up here at 12 with 3.45 left in the first quarter. McNish finds the ball from the block and loses it. Ofori takes it up court for the Cougars. Ofori can't find an open man. It's double guarded. Passes it off to Toll, who's swatted by Morgan and that extremely long wingspan of his. Yeah, very difficult to get a ball past that one. Looked like Jalalpur was going to go up for the inside layup, dumps it off to Zaharievich, and now he will go to go to the line to attempt a three-point play. Yeah, Thunder make, uh, Thunderbird's making some good decisions there, getting the ball into Luca. Luca's just been unstoppable inside. Uh, eight points so far. He's got a chance to add to that from the free throw line. Zaharievich leading the Thunderbirds with eight points so far. And now you can make that nine on the night. Him and Lathan definitely a showdown, both taking, taking each other on one-on-one -on -one and both the high scores for their teams. Benjamin Hillis bringing up the ball. Hillis dumps it off. Now in the game for the Cougars as a missed layup from ben Brandon Thole is Shaquille Harris, who's in the game. Phil Jalalpur setting a play. Familia at the wing, dumps it into Morgan. Morgan, three men on him. And a foul is called, and the Thunderbirds will have 10 seconds. Morgan, rather, is going to the line to shoot two, it seems, or no. Yeah. He, he was in the act of shooting, so he should be going to the line. Wasn't sure if they called it right before he was going up for the shot. Regina defense just collapsing on uh, Connor Morgan. Uh, they don't want a repeat of last night's uh, effort, especially in the first half, where he basically put the Thunderbird team on his back and dragged them to an 11-point lead at the half. If you were combating Morgan, who really is the epitome of their game plan, is using the athleticism, it's, it's very difficult because of his pure size. Yeah, the thing is that he's good outside, he's also good inside. It, it's very difficult to, uh, to game plan uh, against a player like that. Now in for the game is Braden Kuski as well for the Cougars, as Brandon Toll gets a nice layup as he flies past the, the backboard and almost into the padding. And Jalalpur Bring it back home, driving in the lane for the Thunderbirds. It's 19-14. Almost the same play at, at either end there. These aren't necessarily fast break points, but everything's happening so fast, it seems like it. Now it's Harris with the ball. Harris gets it out wide. And Aaron Pass will give Thunderbirds the ball. Simon into the game for the Thunderbirds. 
And yeah. now Taylor Brown is coming in as well. Yeah, I, I think the Thunderbird pressure is uh, causing problems from Regina. It's starting to take its toll. And also the freshness of the Thunderbirds as they're uh, substituting in new players, uh, while, whereas the uh, Regina Cougars have all uh, their own players, uh, their starters in. All these hands in the air and Morgan's just too tall. Gets in another nice two-point layup. That time, Hill is trying to use his speed. Maybe a little overly ambitious on that one. Yeah, blocked away by Connor Morgan. And Phil Jalalpur saying, look, I can convert. Back at the other end, puts in a nice two-point layup. I mean, we got a track meet going here. It's just end to end. This is Harris now with the ball. And now Hillis pulls up a deep three. Don't know if there was a finger on that by Morgan. Morgan all over the court so far for the Thunderbirds, doing everything you could ask for. Thunderbirds up by nine points, 23 to 14. And we've just got a minute and a half left in this first quarter. Uh, but the Thunderbirds looking real good out there. And uh, the, uh, the bench bodies that they're putting in are keeping them fresh. Yeah, three players already above five points between Jalalpur, Morgan, and Zaharievich. Thunderbirds have a good opportunity to extend this already nine-point lead here early on. This is Simon, another big body up. And called on Simon is a foul. Push in the back, I believe. Yeah, a lot of banging inside the paint there. As Shepard, uh, actually, excuse me. Okay, Shepard picking up the foul. Grant Shepard really didn't contribute an awful lot last night. Uh, um, was really not noticeable until uh, towards the end of the game when basically it was just garbage time. And you wonder whether that was simply because the, the unit that was out there was able to wear Regina down so well. And head coach uh, Kevin Hansen knew that maybe if he changed something up, it could have taken away that momentum. Well, I, I just don't think Shepard had uh, really a good game last night. That's Ofori shooting from the line. That one unable to convert, but Thunderbirds tipping out last. I think that was actually Shepard as well, who you just mentioned, having yeah. a bit of a rough night. Yeah, Shepard uh, using his height to try to, you know, get that rebound over uh, Regina, uh, but ended up tapping the ball out. Ofori, the ball from outside, and he goes up dramatically and loses the ball. Yeah, reach and foul there by the Thunderbirds. Go back and going back to the line now. Um, I think the reason we're seeing such a big difference, it's not necessarily because of the, the big shot differential and percentage, but rebounds. They're 13 to six in favor of UBC right now. And UBC has three offensive rebounds and Regina has none. Uh, yeah, totally agree. Uh, UBC dominating all facets of the game. They're getting the rebounds. They're getting the, uh, the scoring inside. That's Phil Jalalpur pulling up from just beyond the arc. That one hit off the rim and Igual as there's a collision down court. Igual goes up and Taylor Brown arguing with the officials. But it seems that Igual will go to the line to shoot two here. UBC ne needing to be careful. They've uh, committed three fouls in the last two minutes here. Yeah, the only person in foul trouble for the Thunderbirds though is Mason Borsier. He's had uh, two personal fouls. The, the rest of them have been have been scattered amongst uh, all the other players on the uh, on the team, but uh, Regina is in the bonus for the last uh, 56 seconds of this quarter. Igual able to hit the first of two free throws, trying to claw their way back into this one, and 
now closing the gap, 23 to 18, are the Cougars. Cougars are going to fight this one till the very end, and it's up to the Thunderbirds uh, being able to not lose their focus and keep pushing on when they have leads like this. Jalalpur now from the wing, looking to make a move, driving inside, hits off the back of the rim. It's a loose ball, and Shepard able to come up with it, somehow putting it off the glass and making, letting the shot fall. Well, a height advantage. Uh, the Thunderbirds enjoy uh, a good height advantage with both Morgan and Shepard. Not to mention Simon as well. And that ball was allowed by both teams to go out of bounds as I think they each thought they, that the opposite team had kicked it out. 20.9 seconds left here in the first quarter. 11 seconds on the shot clock for the Cougars. Finding themselves down seven points. This is... Kuski with the three-point shot. That one hits off. 12 seconds. Thunderbirds have some time to set a play if they want. They choose to with Jalalpur at the back. From the wing, shoots a deep three with a clean finish. Wow, that was a deep shot there, Doug. And they'll let the rest, the .1 second expire as that's the end of the first. 28-18 lead in dramatic fashion ending the first. Thunderbirds have done a great job coming back after that victory last night. Yeah, they've got a 10-point lead at the uh, end of the first quarter last night. It was uh, Regina uh, with a slim two-point uh, lead on the UBC Thunderbirds, and that's when the Thunderbirds uh, uh, had to start waking up, and they had a much, much better second, uh, second quarter. Uh, this evening, uh, much, much better first quarter than they had last night. Uh, a lot of people contributing, Jalalpur, Morgan, and Zaharyevich, uh, contributing almost, they're closing in on uh, double digits already. And you mentioned the points in the paint from last night. It's flipped. The storyline is that UBC has 20 so far compared to the 10 of Regina. So maybe that's uh, what's allowed them to have such an early huge lead. Not huge, but for first quarter, if this was to continue, um, it's a very substantial lead for the Thunderbirds. Now, one thing that also hurt uh, Regina last night uh, was their absolutely atrocious free throw shooting. Uh, it was uh, less than, I think, 50% uh, last night. Just absolutely horrible. Now, I can't say the Thunderbirds were much better, uh, but uh, for the Thunderbirds, it didn't really matter. However, if Regina had uh, scored a number of those uh, free throws, uh, this game would have been an awful lot closer. And tonight, they're only five of nine again. So we're noting, worth noting as the Thunderbirds could very well take advantage if players are going up and they know that they're going to miss the free throws. Why not foul them if it's a definite basket? Uh, as well, the Thunderbirds have done a good job uh, shooting 54.5% from the field compared to the Regina's 35.3. Uh, Thunderbirds ready to get set, set to get ready here um, in the second quarter, hoping to keep up the, the momentum that they built in the first. Yeah, I, I think the Thunderbirds uh, learned a lot from last night. Uh, they learned that they've got to play a more uh, disciplined team game, which is what they are doing tonight. Uh, the Regina Cougars, I'm sure, learned a lot as well. Uh, but really, they're not able to put a, enough of it into practice. And the other Hillis is now in the game, but the ball is in the hands of Igual, who fainted at the three. Back to Euphoria at the top of the key. Nine seconds on the shot clock. And a nice steal there by Taylor Brown. Outstretched his hands and was able to get a hand to steal the ball away. Phil Jalalpur taking it to the near side wing. 
looking to set the play. Taylor Brown out to the corner for McNish. Nice bounce pass in for Morgan, who gets it stripped on the way, but 11 still left on the shot clock for the Thunderbirds. Phil Jalalpur to inbound. Thunderbirds still trying to get the ball inside. Long pass outside, almost stolen there by Igual, but leaving Taylor Brown open for a three, which he converts. That's the risk of doing that. He nearly got it and would have had a fast break two point yeah, play. But the dagger uh, right. from Taylor Brown. Hillis looking to get inside the paint and convert, but that layup bouncing off the rim. Morgan with the ball now for the Thunderbirds, trying to use his size to his advantage, gets tripped up, dishes it back off to Brown with another three. And it, it looked like when uh, Connor Moore was bringing the ball up uh, across the uh, uh, the half court line, he was uh, sort of off balance and still managed to get a perfect pass over to Brown, far corner. And uh, Brown uh, looks like he's in a zone tonight. Uh, bench the points. Last two. Bench points, right? Yeah, bench points. It's impressive to see. Uh, so far, the Cougars, some of the players that they brought into brought into the game off the bench, really haven't had too much of a impact. Uh, bench points so far, eight to zero in favor of the Thunderbirds. Uh, I think that number will continue to grow throughout the game. And it's a matter of involving other players in the big plays for the Cougars if they want to keep themselves in this one. Well, I think the Thunderbirds uh, realized that uh, last night they were able to uh, come away with a victory even though they didn't play at their best. I think they're playing at their best right now. And uh, they're looking at putting this one away uh, by halftime, a 34 to 18 lead for the UVC Thunderbirds. And uh, what they want to do is they want to go into the exam Christmas uh, slash New Year break uh, on, a, on a high note, a winning note, and they want to be really feeling good for themselves. And extend that win streak as well. Well, yes, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean about feeling good with right. about themselves. Right. And if you're just tuning in to CITR, it's currently a 34-18 lead for the men's Thunderbird basketball team as they're taking on the Regina Cougars. Brian O'Fori trades it off. It's now Alex Igual, top of the key. He's guarded by Grant Shepard. Ball is in the hands of Samuel Hillis. Now, Lathan's back in the game for the Cougars. Ball's out to Ofori, who had an opportunity, but had a bit of a trouble collecting the ball. Offensive rebound there, something the Cougars haven't done too well, and Grant Shepard, it looks like it actually went off him, but the ball was awarded to the Thunderbirds. I, I thought it did too, but uh, obviously the referee saw something we didn't in that uh, uh, tangle of players. Sometimes our vantage point from up top doesn't allow us to see the hands down low. And Morgan, effortless. Yeah, Connor Morgan into double figures, the first Thunderbird to do so. Extending that lead, 36-18. They have now doubled the, the Cougars as Layton will go to the line to shoot two. Phil Jalalpur picking up his second personal foul. Phil playing an integral part in this game. I'm sure it's not going to be uh, by preference that uh, he comes out of the game, and that's exactly what's, uh, what's happening. But uh, UBC cannot afford to uh, get him picking up his third personal foul. Um, you know, it, it's only uh, we've got still eight minutes left in the uh, first half of action. Right, that will be something that could actually really benefit the Cougars if Phil finds himself in foul trouble, taking him effectively out of game. 
it, it would mean that Regina has an opportunity to worry one person less as Iguala unleashes a bomb from downtown. That one, not close. Um, but take it, if, if he was able to be taken out of the game, that would really help the Cougars out on their defensive front. Shepard missing that layup opportunity off the glass. And he's fouled, fouled there on Igual. Yeah, a loose ball foul on Igual. Uh, after the shot came down. Yeah, trying to reach in and, uh, and recover that uh, rebound. Grant Odu now in the game for Thunderbirds, as well as Isaiah Uguala. Excuse me, Isaiah Uguala is not in the game. Connor Morgan shooting from the top of the key. That one doesn't fall in. Luka Zaharievich is rather in the game for the Thunderbirds. Now it's Harris, kicks the ball out for Ofori. The Cougars still unable to hit that three-point shot. That's Odu taking it back down the other side. Odu racing through the crowd. Cutting it right down the lane, uncontested, puts up an easy layup. Yeah, really a very, very easy end-to-end uh, -end play uh, by Grant Odu. So Fori back to Igual. Igual originally from Barcelona, Spain. And now a long shot there. That was Brandon Toll for the Cougars. First one of the uh, few threes that they've hit so far on the night. That was actually their first. They're one of nine. Taylor Brown with the ball and a bullet pass in. It was an overhead pass intended for Luka Zaharievich, who was, it seemed, unexpecting the pass coming in. Well, I think he actually ducked there, and uh, <laughs> probably a good idea because that pass was coming in so fast, might have taken his head off. Brian Ofori gets the ball back to Harris. Now it's in the hands of Toll. Toll one-on-one with Borsier. A little bit of a loose ball, but Ofori lets out another three, and maybe the Cougars have something going from beyond the arc now. That one sinks in, 38-25 still Thunderbirds. Connor Morgan from the baseline, long pass out for Brown, who doesn't think about it, quick catch and release, but it bounces out of the rim. Now it's Sean Lathan taking up for the Cougars. 5.55 left in the uh, second quarter here. Alex Igual. Now it's Shaquille Harris. Brandon Toll fainted for the three and then actually pulled up to shoot it, but it bounced out of the rim. Odu, again uncontested, thinking about going in the lane. That was a clear travel. I think he stumbled a bit on his own feet there. Yeah, he, he just uh, lost control of the, of the dribble there and, uh, as you said, stumbled uh, going in there. But uh, uh, Thunderbirds continue to keep up the pressure. They're bringing the ball up the court very quickly. Uh, that's got to take its toll on Regina here. Uh, they must be sucking wind uh, really, really badly right now. Igual passes out to Toll. Back to Igual on the far side wing. One-on-one -on -one here with Odu. They still be on the arc. Harris pulls up from three. That one goes in and out, and it was Brian Ofori trying to get the tip in, but unsuccessful as Borsier does a nice little around the world move and gets it up for the layup. Again, Thunderbirds taking advantage of uh, Regina, getting the ball up very quickly into the far corner to Borsier, and this time instead of taking the shot, uh, attacks the basket. Sean Lathan losing possession. Um, Zaharievich upset that it was called out on the Thunderbirds. I did think he touched it, it seemed quite clear to me. 
I think Luca may have uh, wanted a little bit of contact, so uh, a foul call there, but uh, nothing doing. Ofori, and now it's Lathan. Back to, that was, that was number four, Alex Igual, who added a lot of contact after the shot was released. There was no call, the shot was well short. And this is Borsay now for the Thunderbirds. He had an open look for three, opted not to take it. Connor Morgan now driving. In the post, couldn't get it to fall in, but Patrick Simon all by himself. One on four down at the other end. Nice little right hook. Yeah, Patrick Simon has the ball drop right into his hands. All he had to do was gather himself and then uh, hook the shot in. And now here he is on defense. Patrick Simon stealing it, intended pass for Sean Lathan. Getting his hands in the mix there, uh, forcing the turnover. Borsier. Now it's out to Familia at the near side wing. Thunderbirds up 42 to 25 here. Just under four minutes left in the first half. Borsier, quick move inside, driving in. He's all wrapped up. And it is, is it a traveling call? I think they're gonna call three in the key there. Uh, taking a little bit of extra time. Yeah, he got pretty wrapped up by the uh, Regina defenders there. Here comes oh, the Cougars with the ball. Ofori trying to get a pass, but there's miscommunication. It actually hits off Familia's leg. Thunderbirds take control. Simon fakes a three, goes in, and tries to do a under-the-hoop alley-oop, and it's, it went about poorly for him. Harris down at the other end for the Cougars as Ofori tangles up with two Thunderbirds on the play, both Borsier and getting pulled up is Isaiah Familia. Foul's gonna be on Isaiah Familia as uh, the referee says he undercut. I don't know if I agree with that call, but Ofori will go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, I think they were just, uh, you know, playing hard and uh, that's just the way uh, the play developed, but uh, the referee, yeah, he called the foul. Second personal on, uh, excuse uh, me, Isaiah. it's an inbound. It's not, he didn't go to the line to shoot two. Harris here, gets the ball back. And that was number two, Samuel Hillis. The other Hillis on the team. Yeah, running into a, a solid block by, uh, by Patrick Simon there, but uh, uh, really was able to pull up just before. Odu getting tangled up with Shaquille Harris on the play and a long pass into Hillis again as he's fouled on the play. Taylor Brown arguing with the ref. Thunderbirds fouls. It's been, it's been an issue for them early on. They have a substantial lead, but it's something that you can't keep happening. This game is far from over, Doug. Well, Taylor Brown uh, picking up his second personal foul, so again, uh, uh, problems for the guards as Taylor steps out of the, uh, the ball game. And McNish and Shepard are back in. But uh, we'll see if the uh, Regina Cougars can do a little bit better from the charity stripe than they did last night. Absolutely abysmal. There's still only six of 11, but Hillis did hit the first of two there. And able to convert both of them. If the Cougars are gonna have any chance tonight, they've gotta go to the free throw line and they've gotta hit a high percentage. That was a different look from the Cougars, a bit of a press. Borsier now has it, 13 seconds left on the shot clock. Borsier driving in and passes it to no man's land. Morgan free balls it back. Somehow able to corral it is Anthony McNish. 
There's three left on the shot clock. Borsier doesn't realize he's out of time and tries to make a move inward. Yeah, that, that's just poor court awareness there. He didn't realize that there was uh, very little time left on the on the clock there. It and he had a look. Yeah. So that your Jalalpur back on the court. Going to have to watch himself already with three, is it two? Two fouls on the night so far. Toll has it now for the Cougars. Pulls up from three. Shepard was guarding him one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, a pretty cheap foul there on Regina. Sam Hillis. Yeah, refs being stricter on the, on the uh, fouls tonight. Oh, it was just a, a bit of a bump from behind. It was really nothing worth calling the, uh, the foul on. It's interesting because the women's game was the opposite. They were getting away with all kinds of contact. Jalalpur is uncontested from three, unable to make that one fall. But this time it's Simon, who's been playing well here lately, goes up and he will head to the charity stripe to shoot two. Simon in amongst two uh, defenders, uh, able to get that ball. And now has a chance to uh, increase the UBC lead from the free throw line. Hitting the first of two shots. There is two minutes left here in the first half. UBC, the substantial lead, up 44 now, as Simon hits the second shot as well, to 29. Both Hillises are in the game, brothers, not twins. And now that's Harris from Long. And his three-point shot hit off the rim. Another foul here is called as Ofori says, come on, ref. Brian Ofori picking up uh, his uh, first personal foul, so it's not that much of a problem. Uh, but as these mount up, this is going to be a problem for uh, the Cougars. Well, it just also slows the play of the game. You want to you allow the game to build to a degree. Yes, call what's, what's necessary, but there's a point in time where it's too much. Shepard here. Foul was called actually against him. Referee saying that he used his forearm to uh, carve out a little bit of space for himself to take that shot. Down the other end, Harris was, un was unguarded for a while. Holy mackerel. It just they're feels like everything's a stoppage in play. They're calling absolutely everything out there. And it's hard to even let anything go. It's hard to develop any plays. We got a minute 27 left here in the first. The Cougars are currently at the free throw line. It's Samuel Hillis. There's been a lot of fouls called here throughout, throughout this first half, um, mostly in the second quarter, however. Hillis hitting both of his shots. And for the Thunderbirds, uh, three personal fouls on uh, Grant Shepard. So uh, his evening is going to be uh, fairly curtailed, although he is still out on the court as time ticks down in the first half. We got a minute 20 left. Connor Morgan is from the wing. Gets out to Borsier. Now it's McNish. McNish looking for an opening in Grant Shepard, who loses the ball. Shepard a little... A little off tonight again. Yeah, he's having a tough night tonight, and uh, I think the coaching staff recognizes that. Uh, they're getting him out of the ball game. He's got the three personal fouls. They don't want him to pick up something uh, late and really have uh, his time uh, curtailed here. And Zaharievich is now in the game for the 
for the Thunderbirds. And although Shepard's having not the best night, Thunderbirds bench 12 points compared to Regina's zero. And that's the difference in the game right now. If, if both teams were even on the bench, it would be a two-point game. Yeah, Thunderbirds uh, controlling the uh, the paint. Uh, they're uh, 30 to 12 points in the paint uh, for the the birds, and then the uh, the bench points 14 to 5 in favor of the Thunderbirds. So it's a a more uh, normal Thunderbird game where they're uh, pretty much uh, uh, controlling all all the aspects of it. From the free throw line, we brought it up earlier. Thunderbirds perfect so far, five of five. The Cougars have had a lot of opportunities, 15 of them in fact, but they've only converted on nine, which isn't terrible, but it's it's not gonna add up to them over time. It'll, it'll bite them at the end of this game if they're not able to significantly improve their free throw percentage. Yeah, Cougars not a very good free throw shooting team. They average about 62% uh, uh, for the season so far. So they're pretty much right at that mark right now. Benjamin Harris in the game, and Samuel Hillis now with the ball, and the bounce pass there from Harris. Hillis, Harris, Hillis, there's a lot of H names. Uh, good weak side help there for the Thunderbirds, uh, causing uh, that shot not to drop. 50 seconds left in the game, Zaharievich getting some room. But the, the basket that he made is called off as I think it was an offensive charge. No foul called though, so uh, not quite sure about that one. The basket was nullified nonetheless. Harris now in possession of the ball and dumps it off to Toll. Harris and now Ofori. Ofori is from the elbow but kicks it out now to Samuel Harris. And Morgan, looking a bit disappointed, got a hand up there. It looks clean, but. Number two, Samuel Harris is now going to line to shoot two. There's 24.7 seconds left in this first half. Thunderbirds still leading 44 to 30. Hillis hits another shot, hits another free throw there, closing the gap slightly. Looks like Sean Lathan, who had a big night last night for the Cougars, is ready to come back in, as well as number nine, Nigel Warden, who is getting his first look this game for the Cougars. Inbound here to Connor Morgan. Morgan setting a play as game clock and shot clock are less than a second differential. Borsier here. Thunderbirds probably hoping to eat up all of the rest of the game clock here in this first half. Borsier driving a long pass out to Anthony McNish. There's seven left. Anthony McNish putting up a shot. Maybe shouldn't have. And now the Cougars had a second left as Lathan released the bomb. Actually, it was on target, but just short of the hoop. And going into halftime, the Thunderbirds a little under their average of scoring, but 44-32 lead for them as Regina has been shut down offensively, more or less, so far, Doug. Yeah, uh, but uh, this is pretty much a carbon copy score of what happened last night because it was 44 to 33 uh, for UBC at the half, uh, but we've taken two completely different routes to get there. Uh, in last night's game, it was Regina with a very, very strong first half and uh, the Thunderbirds with an excellent, uh, or first quarter rather, uh, with an excellent uh, second quarter there for the Birds. 
And uh, now the Thunderbirds, uh, I thought, uh, dominated uh, the entire uh, first half of this game. Yeah, it was closer in the second quarter. Thunderbirds only uh, beating Regina 16 to 14 in that quarter. But the points in the paint has been the big difference. The game did slow down in the second quarter, so it was hard to see. But the Thunderbirds have been dominant. 30 points in the paint, Doug. Huge turnaround from last night. Regina's only able to put up 12 almost tripling them, that's that's huge. Yeah, it is, and uh, we'll be talking to, to Vern Knopp, uh, assistant coach for the Thunderbirds, about that. He's just making his way up here. Uh, but uh, Thunderbirds, I think, uh, getting a more balanced performance from their uh, entire team. Uh, it's not just Connor Morgan doing it all. Uh, right now, it's uh, it's Connor with uh, 10 points. He's the only one in double figures. But you got Phil Jalalpour and Luka Zaharievich uh, with uh, nine points apiece, and then other people contributing as well. Yeah, all the pieces of the puzzle coming together here for the Thunderbirds. As I will take a quick break, and I will be right back as Doug is ready to do his little interview. Well, Vern, uh, pretty much a carbon copy score of last night's halftime score. 44-33 uh, last night, 44-32 uh, tonight. But two completely different routes taken to uh, that score. Uh, I thought the Thunderbirds played extremely well, consistently uh, throughout the entire uh, first half of this game and uh, dominated pretty much all of the, uh, every aspect. Um, well, first quarter, I thought we did. Uh, second quarter, uh, they pretty much, I thought they played as kind of uh, even. In fact, yeah, we, they, we only scored them by two. Um, offensively, I think it was tail of two, two quarters. First quarter, we're up. We have nine assists and three turnovers. Second quarter, I think we had three assists and nine turnovers. And, uh, and a lot of the turnovers just came from over dribbling, um, making lazy passes. And defensively, we had too many, too many uh, mental breakdowns. Well, before the game, we were sort of talking about um, uh, being a little bit more, um, uh, well, better inside the paint. And certainly, you are tonight. Uh, you're outscoring uh, Regina 32 to 12 here, and that's pretty much the opposite of what it was last night. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, getting we, we went out of our way to get Luca touches early, try to get him going. Uh, he had a great first quarter, nine points, and then for whatever reason, kind of struggled a little bit in the second quarter to finish. Um, but defensively, we're happy. We're, we're, you know, they're not they're not really looking. They're, we're taking away their post ups by fronting the post. That seems to be frustrating them a little bit. So we're keeping them on the perimeter. If we can just stop, if we can keep keep them forcing them left, they struggle on offense because they always most of them are right hand dominant. Um, it's still a work in progress, but you know, slowly, surely, we're getting there. Yeah, I, I would say uh, overall a very satisfying quarter for the Thunderbirds. I know that there are things that could be done better, but uh, uh, you're looking to go into the uh, Christmas exam uh, break uh, on a high note, and I think you're well on the on the way to doing that. Uh, I know that you have a couple of games in Las Vegas just prior to the uh, the uh, to, to Christmas, yeah. but then there's this pretty long break where yeah. you don't really have any competition. 
No. And I, I spoke to Daman about this uh, earlier. I know you guys are going to be having a lot of practices, but uh, um, how do you replicate that uh, that competitive uh, game uh, during that uh, that long break? Um, you know, you you really can't. Um, you know, we always say it's got to come from within and challenge each other. We always tell guys you're you're playing for playing time every day in practice, so they got to compete. But at the same time, you know what? Being in an academic school, it's good for them to have that mental break as well. Um, you know, they have, they just finished classes yesterday and now it's the next three weeks is exams. So they need that break as well. Um, so, you know, cause they get kind of stressed out cause they, had, they have to get their, uh, the, the proper grades to get their scholarship money, etc. So there's a, a lot of, a lot of pressure being a student, a varsity athlete, but um, yeah, I mean, we, we can't replicate it, but uh, we'll, we'll get them to go as hard as we can in practice with the guys that are there. And then we'll have, a, we'll have a couple really good practices when um, exams are done before we go to Vegas. And then we come back, and unfortunately, there's a bit of a break before Christmas. Um, and then we have a bye week, the first week of January, which, which is probably the, our biggest concern. But, uh, you know, we just have no choice but to, to play hard from within and, and work a little extra hard, do a few more sets of lines and keep guys in shape. And, and it's, you know, it's nothing we can deal with. You know, we've dealt with it before in the past. This is nothing new. And we just got to, you know, just I mean, honestly right now our main concern is just getting through the second half. Yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> you you got to finish the, the business tonight and uh, then you got to think of, uh, you know, what comes after yeah. that. The best of luck uh, the rest of this game and then uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you and uh, the rest of the coaching staff and, of course, the team. Uh, much appreciated. Merry Christmas to you and uh, Merry Christmas to all our fans out there. Okay, thank you very much, Vern. Vern Knopp, assistant coach with the uh, UBC Thunderbirds. Joining me again, Jacob Ayer. And, uh, you know, we were uh, we were talking about the, the Thunderbirds uh, having a little bit of a letdown in that uh, second half. Uh, UBC outscoring them by, I believe, only uh, only two points in that second half, uh, 16 to, uh, to 14, whereas they had a... Um, a 28 uh, to 18 lead at the end of the first quarter. So a uh, little bit of a uh, concern to the coaching staff, a uh, little bit of a letdown, but uh, um, Vern promises they'll do better uh, yeah. in the second half after a few choice words. Um, I mean, if you're Vern, you're, of course, you're looking to, to have your team consistently dominate the other team. Pulling it close is not what you're, what's ideal, so looking to come out and maybe keep up some of that high intensity uh, mixed play that we saw, whether they go inside or off for the three. I think that's what they're gonna have to do coming into the second. Uh, I think we'll take a quick break here and we'll come back to you guys in five minutes, right? To get ready for the second half.
Hello and welcome back to War Memorial Gym here in Vancouver. We have the Thunderbirds taking on the Mount Royal Cougar or the Regina Cougars rather tonight. The Thunderbirds have a 44-32 lead here after the first half and have been helped across their team. Uh, they've had a mixed attack with the likes of Connor Morgan, Phil Jalalpur, and Luka Zaharievich, each putting up 10, 9, and 9 points. And on the side of the Regina Cougars, it's been Brian Afori leading them with 9 points, as well as Sean Layton and Samuel Hillis, both with 7. Taking a quick look around the Canada West League, tonight we had McEwen beating Winnipeg 88-66. Lethbridge pummeled University uh, Fraser Valley 101-75. to Thompson Rivers is currently beating UNBC 42 to 30 at the beginning of the third. Trinity Western is down to Brandon at the start of the third. They're losing 35 to 56. Manitoba, the game just started, is taking on UBC Oak and they're up 10 to six. At half, uh, in the fourth quarter rather, Calgary is beating Saskatchewan 73 to 63. And the start of the third, the Victoria Vikes are winning 47 to 35 as Doug accompanies back accompanies me back at my side here. The third quarter is almost set to get underway. We talked about the Thunderbird and their the Thunderbirds and their high intensity play and how it could potentially wear out the Cougars, but we saw the slowing of play through some fouls late there in the second quarter and how it might actually favor the Cougars to play a style of game more similar to that. I, I think it will uh, give uh, the Cougars uh, a little bit of advantage if the if the pace is slowed down. I don't think they can stay with the Thunderbirds considering they have such a, uh, a short bench and uh, not a lot of uh, depth. They've got a lot of talent, uh, but they just cannot stay with the depth of the uh, of the Thunderbirds. But right now in the second half, they're going to have to come out with renewed intensity. You know, drink from the fountain of youth or whatever they have to do. <laughs> but they're going to have to be very aggressive uh, against the Thunderbirds defensively. They're going to have to attack the basket. Uh, they're going to have to really work hard to give the Thunderbirds uh, a, a run in this second half. Depth-wise, the Thunderbirds putting up 14 points off the bench. Regina, only half of that at 7. Luka... Zaharievich now starting the game, uh, starting the second half for the Thunderbirds rather. And now the ball is back out to Borsier with six seconds left on the shot clock. He's trying to get a drive in the paint, spins close to the free throw line, and it is saved there by Alex Igual of the Cougars. Taking up now is Benjamin Harris, who throws up a shot but is contested heavily, and he falls down the play against Mason Borsier. Phil Jalalpur now from the near side wing. Looking to get an inside pass to Zaharievich, but it didn't work out. The ball's back out to Morgan, who I think went up for a shot originally and then opted to try and pass it out. He changed his mind mid-jump. Uh, mid yeah, unfortunately, I think he realized once he went to the pass he that Borsier wasn't open either. I mean, once you go up in the air, you have uh, no option. You cannot change your mind uh, unless you can walk on air, which uh, Connor has done at times. <laughs> now Igual pulling up from three. That one just off target to Laupur pulling down the rebound. Yeah, Thunderbirds doing a good job limiting uh, Regina to just one shot there. Rebounds, 31 of them for the Thunderbirds, only 15 for the, or 32 now for the Thunderbirds, only 15 for the Cougars. And uh, a cheap foul inside. Yeah. 
Sean Latham going to be called for it, and that for uh, Latham is going to be, I believe, his third personal foul. No, it's only his second. A lot of players already with two fouls in this game, though. Shepard with three for the Thunderbirds. Jalalpur got told to jump on it, and now he opened up some space by throwing off the timing of the Cougars. Gets his own rebound and pulls it from three. He's doing it all himself. It's only Phil Jalalpur could get that shot to go. Oh, uh, looks like the Energizer Bunny out there. I don't know where he gets all that energy. I wonder if he could spare a little bit for me. <laughs> and this is Benjamin Harris with a pass that nearly goes up into the stands. Uh, he was pressured there by some good Thunderbird defense. Yeah, Thunderbirds pushing him right against the baseline there. Tried to pass it out to a teammate in the corner, but uh, uh, just could, could not get that uh, con to connect. Mason Borsier moving around, somehow able to collect the ball. And a bit of messy play there as Alex Aguil had <laughs> two different opportunities. And now the turnover does happen. It's Brian Ofori down at the other end of the court, but he meets too many Thunderbirds in the paint. Decides to opt to pass it back out. Ofori now shooting from three. That was a deep three attempt. And on the play, Sean Lathan flexing his muscles as he's able to get the tip in and then now go to the line for the three-point play attempt. Yeah, Lathan actually pushed and was it still able to get that shot to drop. I mean, the first rule, if you're going to foul someone who's shooting the ball, make sure they don't get the basket. But uh, Lathan, uh, I don't know how he was able to get that in, but he did. He's strong. Looking at his figure, Lathan's a strong, a strong uh, body out there. So I think somehow using his muscle to maybe overpower and get that shot. Yeah, just good body control. 46-35, UBC still holds the lead over the Cougars here as we, are, as we have seven and a half left in the third. Benjamin Harris, number eight for the Cougars, top of the key. Now it's Lathan back with the ball. And that one, Lathan doing a nice job driving in from the baseline and able to get the shot to fall in. Regina now uh, cut UBC's lead uh, below double digits. It's only a nine-point lead for the Birds. Jalalpur bounce pass to Zaharievich, tries to get a spin, double spin move there and goes up to take the shot and is fouled by Lathan who I think that's his third of the game now. He's going to have to be careful. Actually, I think they're going to call it on Ben Hillis there, uh, which gives uh, Lathan a bit of a break. Hillis does himself actually have three fouls as well, though. And a little bit of a break here. I think someone has lost a contact lens. Ofori trying to find his. I think they've given up. happening. Yeah, they've given up. And Zaharievich is now going to the line to shoot two. Ofori does look a bit frustrated after the play, so something must have happened to him. And still looking for something on the floor. Play is stopped as Ofori. Got to be a contact lens. He, he, he must not be able to see. And everyone is down on the ground looking really close if someone may have stepped on the contact lens. That'd be unfortunate. Well, I'm sure he has a spare pair. They always travel. Hope. They you always travel with spare uh, contact lenses. I mean, I, I wear contact lenses myself, and I, I've got uh, a spare contact lens, uh, you know, always available. And it looks like Benjamin Harris is holding something in his hand. Not sure what it is. It, it does appear to be a contact lens, as they have some uh, contact solution out there on the side. Must be, it must have been Hill, uh, Hillis's contact. 
Zaharyevich misses that one, but collects his own rebound. And no one was ready for that coming. As a foul is called here. And it'll be a Regina Cougars ball. The foul was called on Morgan on that play. Yeah, uh, uh, Lathan stepping in there, taking the charge from, uh, from Connor. We've had some stoppages in play in the later second quarter and here in the early third, but we are still getting this game underway. Regina is closing out as Igual goes up and falls through the padding at the far end of the court as he tried to bank a layup off the glass. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Mason Borsier picking up his fourth personal foul, so um, he's going to be going to the bench. Uh, really uh, not a great foul because it was just a tap on the wrist. Um, now we have Alex Iguala shooting again from the free throw line, converting on that one. Bringing it back down to the other side of the court are Thunderbirds. This is Familia now, kicking out for Jalalpur from three. That one falling just short, hitting off the rim. Really didn't uh, catch that one in stride. Had to bend over to pick up the, uh, uh, the pass. And uh, then as he tried to, to get up, uh, really didn't have a proper line on the ball. Familia, this time trying to drive in, but opposite pass out. Jalalpur from the corner trying to make something happen. Jalalpur getting tangled up by Lathan. Does a nice job getting a bounce pass into Zaharievich, but he's blocked on the play. Great help defense by uh, by Regina there, just all over uh, Luca. They got some second life here as O'Four he pulls up from deep. That one also just short off the rim. Jalalpur bringing it down the other side, and from the elbow. Both teams trading off some missed shots here. A lot of them bouncing off the front of the rim, maybe getting a little tired here in the second half. Well, we have had a very um, fast pace to this game up to this point, uh, but it seems like Regina has uh, stiffened their resolve as it is and uh, are playing the Thunderbirds uh, a lot tougher than they did in that uh, first half. Equal now with the ball. And Lathan and Morgan both getting caught up there, but Morgan able to come away with it. And <laughs> Jalalpur giving him a little help and Morgan throwing down a big dunk. Phil Jalalpur just acting the, uh, the pylon there, uh, just standing away in the defender that was chasing Connor Morgan. Simon almost getting a nice hand against Ofori on that one. As Ofori goes up and will go to line to shoot two. Almost had that one, uh, almost had a potential three point play there. But again, we have a foul uh, stopping play uh, disrupting the, uh, the flow of this ball game. Now at the free throw line is Brian Ofori. Ofori on the night with nine points so far. He's two from four from the free throw line. Missing that one rather short. He's shown some frustration on the court whether it be with the referee calls or his own play. Want to make sure that you're not getting too much in your head, being down and trying to get yourself back into the game. Offensive rebound by the Cougars. That was Samuel Hillis. Now it's Alex Igual 
Ball kicked out to Samuel Hillis again, and now it's in for Brian Ofori. Deeks, he's able to move around Connor Morgan, and the ball is recollected and then put in promptly by Ofori. Familia grabbed the ball, but I believe it's called traveling. Jalal for a call with that one. Yeah, a foul away from the uh, a ball yeah. there. And uh, Phil with his uh, third personal foul. Brian O'Forey working in the paint. Spin move past Patrick Simon. Good job there. Can't go up and above Simon, but you can sure get around him. And right now it's a six-point game. Uh, what was a 14-point uh, lead at one point has dropped to six for the Birds. Thunderbirds needing to do something to keep themselves in the lead here as, Pat, as uh, Phil Jalalpur is blocked. And Thunderbirds seem low on energy as Sean Lathan, again, another three-point play attempt. Thunderbirds are, they're gonna need to do something quick. Foul trouble is adding up and they don't know what to do right now. Well, they're gonna have to get some uh, help in off the bench and as we say that, we've got a couple of players gonna check in for the, Sunder, uh, for the Thunderbirds, uh, Grant Odu and, and, uh, and Andrew McNish, Anthony McNish. Yeah, and timeout taken here by the Thunderbirds, needing to regroup. We saw such a strong first and second quarters, but here early on in the third quarter, it's it's been Regina's game for the most part. They have 12 points compared to UBC's four. It's a big run for them and something that's got them back into this game. And they, they've seen help from all around the court, but Sean Lathan doing a nice job on a few particular plays, converting, and it's the momentum switch when you're able to get those make the basket on the foul calls and then convert the three-point plays. Well, they are definitely back in this ball game and uh, we, we said at the outset here uh, that they're going to have to uh, uh, play more tenaciously and uh, with more energy in this second half if they're going to be successful against the Thunderbirds and that's exactly what they're doing out there. Uh, they're uh, playing very, very well defensively, uh, not allowing the Thunderbirds to get uh, good shots at the basket, good looks, and certainly not allowing them to fast break. Leighton and Ofori of the Cougars doing what Morgan and Jalalpur were, playing around with the Thunderbird defense right now as they try and create a strategy that, to limit the Regina run right now. Lathan going to line to shoot his three-point attempts and unable to convert the three-point play. You know, that could very well come back to, to bite Regina tonight. Isaiah Familia now with the ball in the game. We have Grant Odu as well in the game and Anthony McNish for the Thunderbirds. McNish driving in and tries to put it up, but a hand in there by Alex Iguall who wanted a call on the play kept McNish's uh, attempt at the basket from going in. Now it's Hillis passing to Layton who misplayed the ball a bit and Morgan initially tried to get a hand on it but got the rebound instead. Jalapur driving in hard. He has such good ball control. Odu pulling up from three. Not his forte all the time. That time missing it. And regrouping on the Thunderbirds as Jalapur slows down the pace. A good call by him. Six seconds left on the shot clock. It's Odu driving in the paint, kicking out wide for McNish. Puts it up as the shot clock expires. Good luck, but didn't fall through. Yeah, the shots just aren't dropping for the Thunderbirds right now. They've had, a, as you say, they've had a number of good looks. And a foul here. Is that one called against Jalalpur again? No, it's rather called on 
Is that Taylor Brown? It's all no do, actually. Okay, Shaquille Harris checking into the uh, ball game for Regina, giving them uh, some fresh legs. Uh, right now, uh, the free throw shooting is uh, is certainly killing uh, Regina. And Ofor, he's really showing his emotions on the court, not to his advantage. That time, able to get it to sink, but he's still shaking his head after the play. Ofor is a leader for this team, and he needs to get his his uh, emotions together here if they want to be able to keep clawing back and take the lead. Morgan trying to do the same thing for his team. He's staying strong emotionally, but not able to get that shot off. Thunderbirds not able to get to the basket right now, and even when they are getting to the basket and getting those open looks, their shots simply aren't falling. That time, Alex Iguala missing back at the other end. Both teams struggling here with their field goal percentage in this third quarter. Phil Jalapur again, slowing down play. Trying anything to get some life started here for the Thunderbirds. 2.50 left in the third quarter as Jalalpur goes up and is fouled on the play. We'll shoot two. Thunderbirds still clinging to a lead and uh, really need to get some points uh, on the board here. Uh, need Phil Jalalpur to hit some free throws. Doug, four points this quarter so far for the Thunderbirds. That's extremely uncharacteristic for any team in Canada West. Never, never, not to mention the Thunderbirds. Especially the UBC Thunderbirds. They lead, they lead all offenses with average just under 100 points a game. Yeah, about 95.5 if I remember correctly. Had 96 last night against this uh, same Cougar squad. And this time ball's turned over. Odu, wide open, Morgan who slams it down home. That time I think he was opting originally to do something a little more dramatic and then realized how close the game was. Yeah. Dumped it home nice and soft. And that was a terrible turnover by uh, Regina there. Uh, the ball just passed to uh, nobody uh, in a Regina uniform. Uh, UBC said thank you very much, passed the ball up to uh, Connor Morgan, who uh, placed it uh, not so gently into the rim. And Ofori here, still showing some emotion on the bench as head coach Steve Burrows tries to pull his team together. They're clawing back and they're doing a good job getting, getting themselves good chances in this game. It's a matter of being able to stick through all of the emotional endurance and pain and all these foul calls that have been coming up today. I think it's slowing down the pace, which is making the players a little more lethargic on the court. Yeah, what was a uh, three-point uh, lead uh, uh, had been cut to a three-point lead by the UBC Thunderbirds uh, is now a seven-point lead for the Birds after uh, 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 four consecutive points. Tube on uh, Phil Jalalpour's free throws and then a slam uh, by Connor Morgan. Neither team shooting incredible, but Regina really struggling, only shooting 31.1% from the field. They are only three of 20 from three and 14 of 25 for three for free throws, something that they've been gifted uh, a plenty number of tonight. And they would have the lead if they were able to convert at even a what, what's considered a very standard rate. Play has resumed here as we have two and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Ball is out to Harris for the Cougars. And he gets a wide open look, but he can't get the layup under the net to fall in. Bounces oh. off the rim. 
you know, uh, the Cougars just missing their opportunities there. Shaquille Harris with a golden opportunity to add a couple of points to their total, uh, but could not get it to drop. UBC dodging a little bit of a bullet. And we were talking about the points that they put up. Now they have eight this quarter, but still, their previous season low was 74, and that was against Calgary in a game that, which they lost. Um, and was on the road. Too. And was on the road. So at home and against Regina, a team that they they were able to beat uh, last night. I know it wasn't quite the high scoring that we were used to. I believe it was 81 on the night. But really struggling here in the second half so far to get stuff going. Jalalpur, of course, putting in a lot of effort on his part as Odu has the ball. Now driving in for a big dunk. And maybe that's just the push they needed. Something going. Well, momentum definitely in UBC's favor. You got the turnover that led to the slam by uh, by Connor Morgan, and then uh, uh, that uh, basket as well. Yeah, Odu really slamming it home there as before he can go up for the dunk, there's a foul called. Basket does count indeed for Ofori as he will go to the line to shoot for his third potential point. And uh, Taylor Brown with uh, four uh, personal fouls, so he's one away from uh, disqualification. He converted the three-point play, and Thunderbirds holding a slim lead of 54 to 48. And there's Brandon Tull making an absolutely silly foul, uh, grabbing Phil Jalalpur in the backcourt. No Both teams in the that. bonus now, and it's going to cost them. This game. <laughs> The pace has severely slowed down from what we saw in the first, which was what you had described as a, I believe, a track, a track meet. Oh yeah, it was a track meet in the uh, in the first half, at least until the uh, the latter portion of the first half. Now it feels like chess, <laughs> and uh, making both free throws is Jalalpur. Ball is back down at the other end here for Hillis, passing off to Harris. Lathan with the ball. Lathan driving in, off the glass and slamming it home is Brian Afori catching the rebound midair. Yeah, no one boxing out there. The Thunderbirds got to be aware of the people without the ball. Turnover there by the Thunderbirds. That's Shaquille Harris back at the other end. Ball is out of bounds and it will be, it will be a Cougars ball. 20 seconds left on the shot clock, a minute left here in the third quarter. 55 to 50 in favor of the Thunderbirds. Grand Odu making a, a good effort to try and steal that ball, but as he backed up, went out of bounds. That time stripped out of the hands of Brandon Toll. And Taylor Brown, the other number five, goes up and will go to the line to shoot some free throws. Pretty dangerous there when you have four personal fouls. Uh, those charges uh, or blocking fouls can go either way, uh, depending on the whim of the referee. Brown getting a bit of a break, however, and this time helping his team try and increase their lead that we saw shrink here in the third quarter. 57 as he hits the second free throw to 50 now. Back up to seven point lead for the Thunderbirds. The birds sort of uh, hanging on by fingernails. And that time the ball got kicked up in the air. Some hand hit it. Couldn't tell who, there was around five players right under the net. The Cougars ended it back up with it. Foul called here. 
And as both teams are in the bonus, it will put Regina at the line. Odu called with that one. Lathan gonna be going to the charity stripe, a chance to uh, cut the margin. And I can't do mental math that quick, but I'm looking here at the, the total penalties for both teams, and it's up near the 20s. Yeah, fouls 20 on UBC, 13 only on, uh, on Regina. Lathan hitting the first of two. That one's spinning on the rim for a solid second or two there oh, before bouncing out. They're going to kick themselves at these missed free throws. Yeah. Odu now from the wing. Passes it off to McNish. Borsay now in possession of the ball. One-on-one -on -one with Toll. Now Morgan faking a three, pulling up from two, however. Misses it off the front of the rim. Lays in, bringing it back down the other side. There is no more shot clock on as game clock is down to 10 seconds here in the third. 57-51, Cougars are down. Trying to make some last, last second magic as two seconds are left. And Harris pulls up from three, that one hitting off the rim. Sending us into the fourth and missed opportunities, I think on both sides here. Both teams making mistakes and unable to capitalize. Yeah, the Thunderbirds, uh, the shots really aren't dropping for them. And uh, that last opportunity for uh, for Connor Morgan uh, just uh, didn't seem to have the uh, uh, the gusto to get it to the hoop. Uh, uh, he may have had a better opportunity uh, taking the first off uh, the first shot, which was a three pointer. There instead, he elected to dribble in uh, maybe just a, a couple more feet. Uh, making it a two-point shot and uh, a worse opportunity. Regina catching up in points in the paint. They have 26 to UBC's 36. At one point, they only had 10 when UBC had 30. And But the, the real issue is what we've been seeing all game. UBC's been fouling them, and they cannot hit these free throws. They're only shooting 57% from the line, and they've had 28 opportunities, Doug. Yeah. It's, I mean... If you add up, it's say, say they were even shooting at 75%. They have a lead right now against the Thunderbirds. And the Thunderbirds have been, in all honesty, I, these last two quarters, it's, it's been tight. But I, I would, might give the edge to Regina if they were able to hit these free throws. Uh, I would absolutely agree with you because they do enjoy the edge in play uh, in this ballgame, especially right now, uh, because they are being very aggressive. Uh, the Thunderbirds are, I think you used the word lethargic. Yeah. That's probably as good a way to describe it as anything. Uh, they just don't seem to have their head in the game. Uh, they don't seem to have the energy uh, that they had earlier in this game. Uh, I hate to say it, but maybe they burnt themselves out uh, going end to end at the beginning of the game. That was something that I was worried about, and you were like, there's no way that the Thunderbirds could. But but when you're paired up, like, we've seen them do it and able to sustain it against teams that were less athletic than themselves. But when you're doing it against teams that are equally as athletic as you, or maybe slightly less, but very comparable at bare minimum, you're going to eventually wear yourself out. You'll, each team seems to have worn each other out, and now they're just playing the game that benefits the Cougars. Yeah, well, the thing is that the Thunderbirds do have the depth uh, to keep this uh, quick pace going. It's just that the people who have been coming in haven't been able to contribute the way that the Thunderbirds really need them to. And for the Cougars, Ofori and Lathan have been doing a nice job keep leading the, leading the uh, comeback with Ofori at now at 19 points and Lathan at 15 as Jalalpur is called for another foul and he's arguing. No, it was just out of bounds out of there. Bounds, he he thought that uh, uh, the ball should have been uh, a Thunderbird possession. 
And, uh, and now he looks a little disappointed as that was a three-point shot there from Samuel Hillis bringing this lead down to just three points. Thunderbirds got to Yeah, Thunderbirds really got to regather themselves. Now going to line to shoot two is Jalalpur. He was fouled on that layup attempt. Well, it's uh, back to a uh, three-point margin for the Birds. Hopefully, Phil can uh, increase that. Yeah, missing on the first shot there. Jalalpur and Morgan need to make changes that infect the other team positive, infect the rest of their team positively. Jalalpur can't get frazzled when plays like that happen. It's a leadership uh, tactic that isn't going to benefit the rest of the team. Now it's Hillis. And he passes out to Toll, who's from the top of the key, hitting another three, Doug. This is tied. Actually, sorry, one point differential, but I mean, they're in this game. It's going to come right down to the end. It'll be a nail-biter. Odu's wide open from three, and he responds with one of his own. Thunderbirds really, really needed that shot to drop. They were really in danger that the, the Cougars were going to take the lead on them. Ofori driving in strong, almost rolling in for another three-point uh, uh, play potential, but he will go to line to shoot two. That is going to be on Shepard, and that's going to be his fourth personal foul. So a lot of Thunderbirds in uh, foul trouble. It has been a theme of the game for sure. 21 of them, maybe 22 now, actually, with that most recent one. A little bit of confusion here as to... Uh, what's happening at the uh, scorer's table there. It seems like they might be having some power issues as I'm looking at the Christmas lights that are strung up and they're flashing. I don't know if that's part of their gig. I think the Christmas lights are, are supposed to flash. <laughs> so I think we're all right there. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, they did give Shepard the foul and uh, that's his fourth personal foul. So uh, he and uh, Taylor Brown along with Mason Borsier all in danger of fouling out of this ball game. Not to mention that Jalalpur is also at three. The, the Thunderbirds got to get their act together here. Tighten up on defense. Well, not only that, but other people have got to contribute. Right. Ofori praying that that ball went in, hit off the front of the rim and gave him a healthy bounce. And on his second shot, same same result, hitting off the front of the rim. He seems to be overthinking it from the line at this point because we've seen Ofori, he's, he's doing a great job in other facets of his game. It's just, it seems to be more mental. As nice pass, Thunderbirds, some life. Borsay to Shepard, nice little uh, under the basket layup for Shepard. Back at the other end, it's Brandon Toll putting in the basket. They're going neck, neck and neck now, trading off points. Yeah, bunny hop by Mason Borsier at one end and a great baseline uh, play by Tull the other side. And it seemed to be the same attempt between Borsier and Shepard that time. I think it was better read, though, by the, by the uh, Cougars, and they were able to sniff, sniff it out. But now here comes Jalalpur. He's one on two. Somehow gets free, puts up the point. Good job by Jalalpur there. Well, I, I'm amazed that he was able to uh, uh, keep control of that ball. Thunderbird bench fired up. Zaharievich yelling positively in his excitement about his team, teammate Jalalpur's play. 64-61, UBC has the lead as Samuel Hillis goes to line and Shepard has his fifth foul. 
So Grant Shepard fouling out uh, with four points uh, on the evening, really not contributing all that much for the Thunderbirds. Has not had uh, a good series against uh, uh, Regina. Not a bit of a shame. Uh, Shepard's, we, we know he's a better player than that. Um, looking to think about it over the break and come back strong in January. Hillis hitting the first of two free throws. Seven and a half left here at War Memorial Gym. And tangled up at under the net are Morgan and Lathan. Borsier here trying to make a move inside, finds an outside pass to Simon and Familia. A hold is called against the Cougars. It was on Benjamin Hillis. Igual back in the game now for the Cougars. Hillis now at four personal fouls and uh, a litany of other uh, Cougars with three. Uh, the classic inbound to Morgan didn't work that time as Jalalpur tried to use his height, Morgan's height to his advantage, but he was unable to bank the shot incorrectly. Lathan now from the elbow kicks it back. That's Toll back to Lathan from the baseline. He's under the net. Morgan pulling that ball down, securing it for the Thunderbirds. Regina had a chance to tie. Borsier now back at the other end. Thunderbirds hoping to keep it a two-possession game here. Need a score. Borsier setting the play. They got six. They got to be careful of the shot clock, something they've made an error on earlier. They got two seconds. Morgan's tied up. And a foul was called as they have one second left on the shot clock. Lathan now up to four fouls as well. As this game, fouls are insurmountable. It's crazy how many fouls have honestly been called. Yeah, and it's more critical for the Cougars right now because Lathan and, uh, and Ben Hillis, uh, two important players for the uh, Cougars. Jalalpur answering with a three, right, as Lathan comes off the court. And I think a sigh of relief from the UBC coaching staff is there's breathing room. Harris dumps it back off to Toll. Toll's at the top of the key. Back to Harris. Harris now one-on-one -on -one with Morgan and couldn't tell if Familia got a little hand in there against Igual. Igual a little bit hard off the, uh, the glass there. Uh, shot did not drop. Jalalpur setting the play. Simon's back in. Simon's silently had a good night. And a foul inside against uh, Shaquille Harris there guarding uh, Connor Morgan. Simon with eight rebounds on the night, only four points, but he's done a good job kind of keeping this unit together as some of the other players haven't been hitting shots. Morgan back out to Jalalpur who's been hot from three. That time it bounced off the rim and then the top mistimed jump there by Simon didn't allow him to bring down the offensive rebound. And it will be a Cougars ball. And uh, Patrick Simon commits the foul as he was not able to stop himself uh, from going over the back of the uh, Cougar rebounding that shot. Now it's Benjamin Hillis bringing up the ball for... Play is stopped here by the officials. Looks like a uh, shot clock problem. This happened in the women's game earlier. They stopped play a few times for this reason. Lathan back in the game now. He's going to have to be careful. Doesn't want to be fouled out. Five minutes left. Hillis trading off to Igual. Igual using his 
body size getting past Familia. It's a mismatch there. Yeah, really protected the ball well. So there was no way that was uh, going to be uh, blocked away. Ball out wide for Simon at the far wing. He's one-on-one -on -one here with Lathan. Simon using that height. Nice right hook, dumping it in. Just a great strong move by Patrick Simon uh, to get that shot uh, from uh, about five feet away. That time it was Igual unleashing a bomb of a three. And there the Cougars find themselves within two points, 69 to 67. Both teams ramping up scoring here in the fourth, something that the Thunderbirds definitely lacked in the third. A very, very tight ball game as UBC holds a slim two-point margin here. Uh, and what did we say about those missed free throws by uh, Regina? Yeah. They're going to come back to bite them? They for sure are. Regina would have at least a four-point lead now if they were shooting, like I said, close to 70 75%. Five minutes remaining in regulation time. I say that because, hey, there's a good possibility this could go OT. Ofori back in the game now for the Cougars. Lathan trying to move in. He's on Morgan and a nice inside pass to Laupur losing his man, Brandon Toll. And we are now tied at 69. First time that the Cougars have tied it up in a, I think, all game actually, Doug. Morgan inside, bit of a move. He's double guarded and he's fouled on the play to shoot two. Morgan oh. so far from the line. This game is only, he is two for two, but he's only uh, been there twice. He's only shot two from the free throw line. Brian Ofori looking a little bit the worst for wear there. I think he may have rolled his ankle uh, on that foul with for Ofori. It's only his second uh, personal foul. First shot from Morgan, rings around inside the rim and falls through. UBC reclaiming the lead, 71-69 here. Four minutes, 28 seconds. UBC surely not giving themselves too much breathing room as they try and close out this win. Hill is kicking it back, Ofori for three. And that one's clean, Doug, that one was coming, unguarded. What's UBC doing? Uh, well, uh, not enough, obviously. Uh, they, they've lost all their intensity. Uh, they're back on their heels. And sloppy play here allows for a turnover as the Regina Cougars have a lead. First, 72 to 71, first one all game, right? Yeah, first time the Cougars have enjoyed a lead. Benjamin Hillis now for three, and they're extending that lead. <laughs> it's 75 to 71, and Thunderbirds take a much needed timeout. Well, I, I, I did say I expected a, a, a closer game uh, last night. I didn't quite expect uh, this kind of a, a letdown from the Thunderbirds uh, in this second half. Uh, the Thunderbirds just not able to uh, play at the level that they have played in the past. And uh, certainly sloppy is a, a good word to describe uh, the Thunderbirds play right now. Regina finding some success from three-point in the last uh, quarter here. And UBC unable to get anything going. Jalalpur, and we saw Jalalpur hit a few nice threes, but they're unable to stop the Cougars down at the other end. And that's got them in a position where they're now 
They're now down four with just roughly four and a half minutes left to go. Well, other people, as we said, have to step up for the Thunderbirds. It can't be all Connor Morgan or all Phil Jalalpur. Other people have to put uh, points on the uh, on the board. And right now, we're just we're just not seeing that. No one else is really helping. Luca had a nice first quarter, and since then has put up zero points. Yeah, he. Uh, He's been non-existent, and uh, really, he hasn't uh, gotten himself off the bench. Yeah, um, he's been sitting there. But players like Patrick Simon maybe getting inside and giving looks. Or Familia pulling up from three, and he gets something go. We have Odu now in the game for the Thunderbirds as well. Well, last night, Grand Odu provided a spark off the bench. And Familia trying to provide that spark. Couldn't get that one to fall, but big, tall Mr. Morgan gets the offensive rebound and gets a, a nice... Uh, Layup off the glass. Yeah, draws uh, UBC back within two. Benjamin Hillis here for the Cougars. Now Lathan faked the three, trying to get inside, but runs himself straight out of bounds. And he's disappointed with himself, and so is his teammate, Ofori. Talking about moving on to the next play, however, it seems. Ofori picking up maybe from that bit of a slump in a third quarter, and he's taking on that leadership role here. Familia out wide for Odu. Jalalpur gets a screen from Morgan. Finds some room against Ofori. That one off the front of the rim, however. Three minutes left in regulation. UBC down 73 to 75. UBC's really got to come up with some good uh, defense right now. They got to get a defensive stop. It's Ofori on Simon. And an inside pass to Toll. They're lucky. He didn't see. I don't think the Thunderbirds saw Toll coming in, and he missed this wide-open shot. Well, very quick move along the baseline by Brandon Tull. Uh, but, yeah, he just flat-out missed it. Uh, that's the, those are the opportunities you really have to, uh, uh, to convert on. And as the bonus is in effect, Morgan will go to the line as there was a foul after the play. And if Morgan is able to convert... Both, as he sinks the first, they will be tied back up here. Frustration foul by Brandon Tull after he missed that one. Uh, he tried to make up by trying to make a steal and uh, didn't get it, uh, got the foul. It happens so often with players, especially in tight emotional games like this. 2.42 and we are all tied up, 75. Benjamin Hillis now training the ball off to Lathan. Lathan's been hot all game. This time, passing it back off to Alex Igual. Igual with a spin move on Familia, and he's fouled there by Familia, and will go to the line to shoot two. Morgan, being a team leader, calling a huddle here. Well, uh, the Thunderbirds uh, still don't uh, show any confidence out there. Uh, they are uh, definitely back on their heels. Uh, the momentum uh, clearly in uh, the court of uh, the Regina Cougars right now. Igual re-giving the Cougars the lead as Morgan tries to inspire his team. Both teams are now in the bonus. As the second shot, Morgan almost just got called for goaltending. He has to be careful. Um, but 77-75 as that second shot from Igual sinks. Now it's Jalalpur down at the other end. Jalalpur looking for an open Thunderbird. 10 left on the shot clock. Odu, long pass into Morgan. It was a bit dangerous. And that pass from Morgan gets lost in the hands of the Cougars, and it's a turnover. Yeah. Cougars with a two-point lead and now with the ball. Yeah, Thunderbirds looking very lost out there. 
It's Ofori with the ball at the top of the key for the Cougars. Pass out to Hillis. Fakes the three. Familia, one-on-one. Long pass out. Now to Gual for three. And Igual sinks it. Igual has been so good from three this game. Yeah, five-point lead for uh, Regina right now. UBC needs to get a basket on this offensive run. This time Jalalpur trying to throw up his own three and is unable to convert. No, UBC's got to attack the basket. They cannot settle for threes. That's lazy basketball. Igual didn't have too much success with his threes early, but two late ones here really giving a big momentum boost for the Cougars. They're up 80 to 75 with a minute 15 left to play. And a pass intended for Layton is knocked out of bounds, but they just have one second to get off a shot here. So it's gonna, it's, it's really less than a second. I think it's roughly half a second left on the shot clock. So they're gonna have to do a quick catch and release, which does get off in time, but it's well short. Morgan, long pass up. Jalalpur goes up. And I think Iguala thought about trying to block it, but opted, uh, opted not to because he knew he would draw a foul. Yeah, he, he really didn't have the opportunity to go for a block. That was, uh, if he would have fouled him, that would have been a breakaway foul. That would have been uh, the baskets and, and, uh, and, and possession. Lathan now. Lathan blocked by Morgan. Great job. Five left on the shot clock. Play is marked dead here. Spotted out of bounds. I believe one of the, I believe it was, couldn't tell if it was Lathan or one of the other Cougars. There's two left as a three-point shot is thrown up. That one almost went in. And the Thunderbirds have a real opportunity here. There's 37 left. They need to slow down play a bit, but understand that they do only have 33 seconds. Ball will be in the Thunderbirds' hands still. Now, they, they still got time here. Uh, they do not need a three-point shot. They can uh, afford to uh, attack the basket, see if they can get the, the ball to drop, maybe draw a foul as well, or uh, just get the foul. Ball is in to Morgan, and now Odu. 28 left as a three-point shot. <laughs> Doug, they don't need it, but they got it. They did. There's yes. a three from Jalalpur. Can you say hallelujah if you're a UBC Thunderbirds fan? Oh my God, Jalalpur. Well, I, I think so, yes. However, I, personally, I'm not happy with that because uh, uh, that is not the, the way they got lucky there. They got a chance to, uh, to get that three-pointer and it, it dropped. But really, they should be attacking the basket. They need to take away momentum uh, from the Cougars. And you're right, before that shot, Jalalpur was only two from eight. Two for eight from three, so it was risky, but it did pay off. Sometimes you gotta take the risks if you want the rewards, I guess. And that's what Jalalpur saw there. Well, it's good if it goes. Uh, if it doesn't go, exactly. uh, you're uh, gonna take a lot of heat yeah, for it. I agree, I, I think opting for an inside, inside attack would have been a bit smarter there, but I guess Jalalpur took the decision as a leader on the team to take the three. I think there's roughly 20, I want to say 23, 24 seconds left. Might be even, it's 25 actually, seconds left on the game clock as possession is now in the hands of the Cougars. So shot clock and game clock only a second differential. UBC not going to try anything too fancy and I think Cougars are just going to really try and run it down here. Yeah, they're, they're going to run down the clock, take the last shot, and see if they can get the, the victory here. UBC has got to play tough defense. They cannot foul, though. 
and it's great that UBC has this late push, but I think a disappointing uh, turnout, and especially in the third quarter and then early fourth quarter for the Thunderbirds. Okay, no fouls by the Thunderbirds. They cannot foul. Inbounded here. They are playing, they were playing tight defense for the inbound, but now they're relaxing as Toll is going to wind down the game clock. Jalalpur is locked in, man on man. This is intense, folks. Nine seconds left. Here comes Toll, looking to make a play. Goes out wide. Familia, the switch back to to back to as the shot clock as the game clock expires. That was number four, Alexi Gual, throwing it up and a bit of a lucky break there. We're gonna go to overtime, but it bounced off the front of the rim, Doug. Uh, yeah, I. Well, first of all, I think the Thunderbirds did exactly the correct thing. They did not uh, uh, try to foul. Uh, they did not, uh, they just let, let Regina uh, work the clock down and it was one of those things, try to get a hand in their face and make it as tough a shot as possible. And, and that's exactly what happened. So we're going to overtime here. The score tied at 80, uh, but again, how important are those Cougar free throws? Yeah, really cost them here. Both teams though, looking back at the third quarter, Regina put up 19 to UBC's 13, both very, both, well, especially UBC's low, but in the fourth quarter, an explosion by both teams, and Regina put up 29, Doug. Yeah. Almost 30 in a single quarter. I mean, if you're looking at the score here, that's, it's, it's more that it's mostly double what they saw in the second. They've only put a 14 in the second. Well, it's, it's really not surprising because both these teams are high octane, octane uh, offenses. Uh, 85 uh, points or so for uh, on average uh, by Regina and uh, UBC. Uh, they average about 96 in the game. So far, the field goal percentage is in the favor of the Thunderbirds. They're shooting 47.6, whereas Regina's only shooting 36.8, but some late clutch threes by the, by the Cougars has given them this life where maybe they've lacked in the, the earlier free throw attempts. And nevertheless, we're gonna see some overtime basketball and it'll be interesting to see what, kind, what side of the Thunderbirds will get here in overtime. Play has started as we have just five minutes in this last period. Morgan driving in and able to get his own offensive rebound and put it back in. Thunderbirds jumping out to a lead. Yeah, great body control, staying with it and maintaining position. Now it's Hillis and dumps out to Lathan who works his way into the paint. Odu had a hand up, but Lathan doing a good job getting through Odu's tight defense. Lathan now up to 17 points on the night. Jalalpur setting the play here for the Thunderbirds. Familia's out wide, but ops for Morgan. Morgan's from the elbow, and he, he kicks back. Nice fade there from Connor Morgan. Captain has a presence in overtime. Benjamin Hillis passes it off to Alex Igual. Igual missed that last shot that could have won the game for the Cougars. He's looking to maybe make something happen here in overtime. So Forey, who's the leading scorer for the Cougars, and he's fouled on the play, who go to the line to shoot two. Uh, both teams will be in the bonus uh, as we go through this extra frame. Uh, maybe one, maybe two extra frames. We'll find out. Jalalpur and Morgan 
at 25 and 24 points respectively this game. Leading scores and Brian O'Foy, the man at the line, now has 25 points on the night as he sinks the first of two free throws. You'll notice though, except for Benjamin Hillis, who has replaced his brother, uh, this is a starting lineup uh, for the, uh, the Cougars and they have played virtually the entire second half uh, for, uh, for Regina. We'll see if that, all that playtime takes a toll on their physical game out there on the court or mental game as well as it be can become very mentally exhausting. Morgan pulls up from what I believe was a deep two, bangs in and out of the rim and off the glass. It will be a Cougars ball. UBC up by a point. Need to have some good defense against Regina right now. We're at three and a half minutes left in overtime. The score is 84-83 in favor of the Thunderbirds. Told dumps it off to Hillis. Now it's all the way out for Ofori. Brian Ofori working his way inside. Left hand layup doesn't fall down. And I don't think that Morgan and Simon knew that they were on the same team there. Yeah, well, both fighting for the same rebound there. Fortunately, uh, they were able to keep it on the Thunderbirds. Morgan this time, same three shot. This one falls. 87-83, Connor Morgan, thank you, sir. You have put up, I believe that's seven points now in overtime for the Thunderbirds. And tipped away by Simon, but possession is retained by the Cougars. Ball pulled down by Morgan. He's doing everything for the T-Birds right now. Fast break for Morgan, or for Jalalpur rather, but he opts to kick it out to Isaiah Familia. And Jalalpur doing a great job somehow corralling the offensive rebound, slowing down tempo now. Hustle, pure and simple. Four point lead, two minutes, 20 seconds as Familia pops another three. Doug, I know you don't like that three point, but I'm telling you it's working right now. Uh, I, I understand it's working, but it just goes against every fiber of my being. <laughs> I, I, I really believe that you have got to attack the basket to be successful. Uh, the three-point shots, yes, they have been going in. They've given UBC a seven-point lead right now, uh, which at this point uh, must be a, a, an absolutely demoralizing situation for Regina. Regina doing such a good job, able to actually take the late lead from the Thunderbirds, only to have the Thunderbirds claw their way back in from what was a three-point shot, Doug, from Phil Jalalpur. Now we're seeing another one from Isaiah Familia, and we saw one from Morgan. I want you to cast your uh, mind back to the game uh, Saturday night against, uh, or when we were hosting uh, Trinity Western. Uh, the key play to that game was Patrick Simon faking a three-point shot, attacking the basket and getting uh, the ball to drop. That uh, was a momentum shifter uh, for the Birds. And that's what I really expect should be the momentum shifter for the Birds here. Uh, but instead, you know, they have opted to keep going with the three-point shot and it's been successful it's for them. It's working it's for them tonight and that's, that's what matters. You can't argue with success. Nope. Stats don't lie, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. And Toll coming in here, dropping in a layup off the glass. Came in hard, doing a good job driving through the lane. Jalalpur bringing it back down. We're down to two minutes. Plenty of time for lots to happen. Jalalpur, I believe, actually was called taking a two-point shot there. And a foul against the Thunderbirds. I believe it's against Isaiah Familia. Okay, 156 remaining in this uh, first overtime period. 
That was a bit of a silly mistake on Familia as they were in the bonus. And now they'll go to the line and Toll will get to shoot two. Yeah, re really, in this situation, you do not want to, uh, especially with the lead, you do not want to commit fouls because the clock is your friend. You want to keep him running as much as possible. And Toll's first two three throws, uh, free throws of the night, he splits them going one and two as Patrick Simon falls down on the play. And the ball looks like uh, went out of bounds off of a Thunderbird, so uh, uh, a breath of life for Regina. Yeah, Morgan shaking his head there, unimpressed with his team's play in that last, uh, after that last free throw. 90 to 86 is the score here. If you're tuning into CITR, it's been an exciting game. We're in overtime. And that shot there from Alex Iguall, that three-point is well off, as there was an interesting tactic there by Brian O'Foury trying to smack the ball off of Connor Morgan's foot. And it is going to be Regina ball because uh, uh, O'Foury I think realized that he wasn't going to be able to uh, to get that ball so he just reached out, swatted it and uh, hit uh, Connor Morgan who was standing out of bounds. And set to inbound as they change the shot clock from 9 to 14 are the Cougars. Alex Iguall now. A deep three from Benjamin Hillis. It's 90 to 89. UBC with a slim lead. Maybe now here's the time for your inside two-point play, Doug. Well, I think they really have to attack the basket. And right as you say that, nice pass through traffic from Jalalpur into Connor Morgan. Well, they used Connor Morgan's height there because that's the big advantage that the Thunderbirds have right now. And now it's Toll, long kick out for Alex Igual, who struggled a bit after hitting two clutch threes. Pass it to Ofori, and now back into Igual. Still a one-point lead by the Thunderbirds, uh, and still over a minute left. Crowd uh, here nervous. I see people biting their nails. It, they're nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> it's Familia now. Passes it to Jalalpur at the far side wing. Odu. Back to Jalalpur, six left on the shot clock and under a minute here left in overtime. Two seconds, Jalalpur pulls up from three. That one off, but it was recollected on an offensive rebound twice now by Odu. Jalalpur slowing down play. They got nine to shoot. Jalalpur maybe opting for a different tactic, but he doesn't. And I don't know if that was just fate, but it bounced around four to five times around the rim and dropped in for Phil. Let's just call it a friendly roll. Friendly roll, to say the least. And back at the other end, Igual is fouled. And we'll go again to the line to shoot. I think it's a tactic that the Thunderbirds are using, though, because the, the Cougars haven't been able to shoot from the free throw line. Taylor Brown now in as Isaiah Familia comes off for what is likely his last uh, time on the court this game. Well, whatever happens here, it remains a two-possession game as Igual drops the first. And it doesn't necessarily have to be dug if he hits. Yes. If he hits, if he uh, hits both of his but shots. But if he doesn't get it, it will remain a two-possession game, uh, possession game. And he did miss that one, but unfortunately, it looked like Patrick Simon tried to corral the ball and knocked it out. Yeah. And he's kicking himself for that one big time. 
Well, tough situation there, but uh, he was hemmed in against the, the baseline and uh, really couldn't do very much with that ball. 14 seconds left as there's only 30 left in the game. It's Ofori now dumping past Duguay. There's an open Harris, or Hillis rather, who finds a three-point opportunity, missing it off the rim, and Jalalpur collides heavy there. And the call will go against Duguay. Jalalpur will shoot two here. That was very close to being a charge, charge there. I know, I saw the same thing. Yeah, very close, but Igual just could not get himself planted stationary and take that uh, chest to chest. It was in, a smart move by Igual, but it didn't yes. pay off. It didn't pay off, so it's gonna bite them here as now the Cougars will only have 19.9 seconds after Phil Jalalpur missing the first of two free throws. If he can get, if he can make one of these, it will be a two, two possession game. The second shot does sink, however, so it is a two-possession game with 19.9 left. Igual bring it down the other end. I don't know what he was doing shooting that three right off the bat. Didn't have to. But he missed rather poorly. Igual down at the other end is... I think his teammate's a bit shocked and his coach is telling him the same thing. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, uh, there was plenty of time left on the clock, I believe about 18 seconds uh, remaining when he uh, he let that one go. Steve Burrows, I think a bit frustrated with his player trying to be a hero as Jalalpur now extends this lead to five points with 11.8. And it sure by, hasn't any, by any reason hasn't been a clean game for the Thunderbirds, but they, they are pulling away here now late in overtime as it is 98 to 92. They're bloody lucky to have uh, had the chance to go to overtime. And ball here now in the hands of Ofori, who almost banks in a deep three as time will expire and the Thunderbirds scrape away with a victory that honestly wasn't that impressive, Doug. And honestly, I don't think they deserved it. Uh, I, I think the, uh, the Regina Cougars uh, re, uh, deserve the victory much, much more uh, based on their performance on the court with one big exception, and I know we've harped on it all game, that poor free throw shooting, 57%, 16 of 28 uh, for, uh, I, I think I, my screen hasn't refreshed, so we'll just have to, have to go with your screen maybe. Right, whatever it was, the, the, the Cougars did really struggle. We saw even late, Igual missing a free throw. The Thunderbirds did struggle a bit in overtime in the fourth with their own free throws, but the Thunderbirds getting a big break, I think, playing a, a lackluster third and fourth quarter where the energy had dropped. They did a good job coming out strong, putting up 19 and holding the Regina Cougars to only nine points, but I think going into the new year, they're gonna have to maintain that early energy that they bring. And I think both the head coaches, the head coach of uh, the Thunderbirds, Kevin Hansen knows that as well. Yeah, just quickly looking at uh, uh, the free throw totals, uh, 24 of 40 uh, from the uh, Regina Cougars, 16 misses, and they end up losing uh, by, by five points. Uh, but really, they didn't have to uh, end up going to overtime in this game. Uh, they could have uh, come away with a victory. And I think the Thunderbirds realized that, that they got themselves an early Christmas present. 
and the field goal percentage was something that at the beginning of the game was very different. It ended up that Regina shot 37.7 from the field, and the Thunderbirds ended up cleaning up in overtime from some clutch shots and got it back up to 47.4. But I guess that's where my, my earlier phrase, stats, stats are the truth, isn't always, like you said, true, because it really seemed to be an even game out there. You know, I've been always told that there are lies, damned lies, and statistics, because you can make statistics show anything uh, that you uh, that you want. Uh, look at a federal or provincial budget. <laughs> I mean, uh, those, those are based on statistics and misinformation and misdirection there. Uh, what we have here is uh, Phil Jalalpur, the high scorer for the Thunderbirds, with 31 points, 29 for Connor Morgan a smattering of scoring from uh, the rest of the, their teammates. So definitely it was the two seniors carrying this team tonight. But that is not something that's going to uh, stand, uh, you know, go well for them uh, when the playoffs come around. You've got to have uh, scoring from every corner of your lineup. And I just did not see that tonight. I saw it earlier, maybe in the first quarter, yeah. when things were fairly balanced. But uh, uh, as the game went along, it became much more a two-man show. And, and Thunderbirds cannot afford that. No, they can't. And what they also can't afford is all the foul trouble they got into tonight. May have been the refs to a degree, but whatever it was, they, they found themselves in a whole bunch of trouble from the fouls and they got they got really lucky that the free throw uh, percentage was so poor from the Cougars another big thing that may have given an edge to the Thunderbirds is the rebounding the total rebounds for the Cougars were at 35 compared to 62 for the Thunderbirds and of those 16 were offensive rebounds so that's maybe an area where the Thunderbirds can reflect on and see what they did positively tonight well, I, I think especially towards the end of the game, it was that second chance opportunities that the Thunderbirds had. Uh, there was one uh, Connor Morgan missed his uh, his shot, but was able to maintain good position and uh, put the rebound back in. Uh, there were other situations here where the Thunderbirds were able to uh, grab a, a loose ball and, uh, you know, maintain possession, get a, another opportunity. So, uh, uh, you know... Uh, they, they did the things they had to do to win and they hit the three-pointers even though I'm not a big fan. Right. Whatever they did, they extended their win streak to eight games and they will move on to 2018 with a, uh, a very good conference record and I think just cleaning up the little things but otherwise this, this team is looking strong overall. Thank you guys all so much for listening in tonight. It has been Jacob Aaron and Doug Richards from War Memorial Gym. We'll catch you guys next year in 2018 when they come back to town. I believe it's in the tw on the 19th and 20th. 19th and 20th, uh, McEwen will be here. Uh, not a very strong squad, so I believe they're at the, uh, you know, pretty much at the bottom of the uh, uh, of the standings here, uh, except for Trinity Western, of course. Uh, anyway. Uh, it will be a long time before we see the Thunderbirds uh, back in the friendly confines of uh, the War Memorial Gym. Thank you all so much for tuning in both at Canada West and CITR. Have a wonderful evening.
Listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam speaking Musqueam people. This program contains scenes with nudity sexuality, violence, and coarse language. Viewer discretion is advised.